It's time for Derby, Derby and Panther Football. Football. Today's 6 8 state championship game between Derby Panthers and Blue Valley Northwest is brought to you by Tender Care Lawn and Landscape, the Derby Recreation Center, Will Hike Auto Service, Confederated Builders, MJB Heating and Cooling, Derby Junior Football, Radio Shack of Derby, The Derby Informer, Riverside Cafe of Derby, Derby Public Library, DB Service Center, Pause Photography by Kelsey Lockie, Shelton Collision Repair, Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas, Artistic Builders, Derby Overhead, BNM Mechanical, Johnson and Company Certified Public Accountants, Diamondback Total Lawn Care, Muscle Focus Massage Therapy, Fidelity Bank, Field Station Dinosaurs, and Derby Nutrition. And now, here's the Alive 105 Sports Team, Kevin Payne and Doyle Phillips. Good afternoon, Pat fans. Uh, today's a little bit different. In fact, Doyle just caught up here, and I know I'm giving him a chance to catch his breath, but uh, coaches were on their way up, and uh, it looked like the officials had him down there talking to him, so not sure that uh, Coach Clark or Coach Wietrich is going to make it up, but we also looked down. We saw uh, Coach Ryan Decraft, who is a longtime Derby coach, uh, grew up in Derby for you, if you if you know the Decraft family at all. And uh, Coach Decraft went to Gardner Edgerton, I believe, four years ago. Uh, coach Decraft, uh, interesting to have you here. I know you're going to talk to us a lot about the Sunflower League. Yes, happy to be here. I'm I'm glad to get to hang out with you guys a little bit. It feels like, uh, like you were saying to me a few minutes ago, like a second home here now for Derby at Emporia. And, uh, you know, about an hour and a half ago, I was coaching a basketball practice. So I hustled on down here and, uh, I'm happy to join you guys. Yeah. Well, we're, we're definitely happy to have you, Ryan. And, uh, you know, we're kind of, we're going to kind of use you a little bit. Uh, we're going to kind of use you to give us some kind of an idea of what the Eastern side of, it, of our bracket is like at some point to today. Well, I can sure uh, help you with that. Uh, you know, over the four years that I've been coaching uh, at Gardner, I've got the opportunity to see almost all of these teams at one point or another. Um, you know, it's been kind of strange for us to be on the west side of the bracket in the playoffs the last two years, being all the way up there tucked into Johnson County. But, uh, you know, the Sunflower League, as as usual, much like the AVCTL Division One, is is a powerhouse league, you know, there's no weeks off usually. So just like the, um, the leagues that up there in the EKL, they, they have a tough game. And sometimes some of the state championships teams that come from there are, uh, sometimes having a losing record going into the playoffs, which is just the craziest thing. I know St. Thomas Aquinas, who's usually a powerhouse started zero and four this year, and then actually beat this blue Valley Northwest team that, that Derby's playing today. So, it's wacky and wild up there every week. Well, like I said, we played Blue Valley Northwest this week. What a, you know, you played a lot of the teams that played against these guys. How do you uh, feel the comparison is between that eastern side and the western side of the brown bracket? Well, I definitely think that uh, being all 6A schools up there, uh, for the most part, besides St. James, St. Thomas Aquinas, and then Mill Valley, you know, sits right there. Those are unbelievable state championship teams. I think they're all playing for state championships today besides St. Thomas Aquinas. So other than that, they're all 6A schools. So you get heavy rosters. There's big kids. There's explosive kids on every single team. And, uh, you know, when you look at, like, we started with Mill Valley and Olathe North this year. I mean, it, it's tough. The uh, The Blue Valley Northwest thing is pretty amazing because four years ago uh, when we started at Gardner Edgerton, we played them in the first round of the playoffs. We were the number one seed in the East and they were the 16 seed. They were 0 and 9. And uh, 
you know, we, we handled them pretty good, but we could tell they were getting better each and every year. And uh, they've won a few more games, and here they are sitting at 11-1 and one playing in the state championship game. So it's pretty amazing what uh, Clint Ryder has done at Blue Valley Northwest. Well, I know for, for me, uh, when I look up on the eastern side, you know, I look for the old staples, you know, the Olathe Norse, the Blue Valleys. And, uh, you know, I know there's a whole lot more teams up there than that. And, and I know the competition level is is very good uh you know from where we're at that's who we look at or i look at uh that may not be the right teams every year to look at well it is kind of crazy because uh blue valley north who derby's played a couple times in state championship games you know they were three and six this year blue valley who like you said is always a a top level team they their only two losses i believe this year were to this blue valley northwest team and blue valley northwest used to be kind of the uh it's the basketball school. You know, they've won at least five or six state championships in basketball over in this last decade. And uh, so, you know, the kids can kind of choose. All those Blue Valley schools are, you know, within miles of each other. You guys wouldn't believe it. Um, you can walk to them almost. So they can choose where they want to go to school. And uh, like I said, Coach Ryder at Blue Valley Northwest has done a good job of keeping his kids there and, and building this group up. And so they weren't just all running over to Blue Valley North or Blue Valley to play football and losing his own kids. I know, uh, sorry to interrupt, but like Graham Mertz, who was so great for Blue Valley North a few years ago, was supposed to be a Blue Valley Northwest kid. He lived across the street from Blue Valley Northwest High School, but played for Blue Valley North. So. Well, we know Graham Mertz is doing great things at Wisconsin now. Coach, uh, you know, talk to us. You know, we're sitting here and we talked about this being kind of home away from home. The crowd sport you can look at over there right now. Derby brought a, a, a huge crowd to this ball game. Everybody here treats us so well. You know, right now we don't see the crowd support here. And is that part of the, the thing that, like you said, there's so many schools next to a big, you know, the, this Kansas City metro area all around this area. Is, is that have something to do with fan support and how these kids uh, choose where they go? Yeah, it probably is. That that derby crowd that I'm looking at over there is pretty, pretty, pretty good. And then I look down here, they got a ton of students, you know. Um, their student section is very impressive for Der uh, Blue Valley Northwest. But like you said, the community part of it is pretty tough because they got, you know, four or five schools. So it's kind of their first go around with it. Maybe they'll start filling in. I, I was coming from Johnson County, of course, and there was a ton of cars up there. So maybe they're late arrival type people and don't quite get that you have to be here early to find a seat so i bet it'll fill in pretty good it's beautiful weather so i can't imagine why you wouldn't want to be here well you know we'll we'll get back maybe let's go into the future a little bit ryan uh you guys have to have a feel for what you're going to do next year uh, how's this league going to stack up the sunflower league uh, versus the, maybe the rest of the state well that's a great question um we we started a. Uh, 0-4 this year and ended up winning a bunch of good games uh, towards the end. We beat Shawnee Mission um, West, who's won a state title. We beat uh, Olathe South, I believe. They all start running together. You know how that is, all those Olathe schools. But uh, Shawnee Mission Northwest is the one that probably, and of course Olathe North, but Shawnee Mission Northwest has a player a lot like Dylan Edwards. Uh, best player I saw in person this year, number 13. He They kind of use him more of a receiver, uh, but Shawnee Mission Northwest and, and Coach Bo Black, you guys remember that name from from uh, Hayes and Great Bend. He's got them really rolling up there. Um, you know, Olathe West, 
uh, TJ coaches over there. He used to coach with uh, Joel Appleby at Mill Valley, and that school's only been open for about five years. They're winning a ton of games. Uh, but I like where we sit. You know, we, we got a new coach this year. It took a little while for, for the new system to come together, and we upset. I had to go from Gardner, Kansas, all the way to Dodge City for our first-round playoff game, which is just crazy to think about. Uh, our kids were out of school all day. They Most of our Johnson County kids had never been anywhere near that side of the state. So we stopped at a lot of places and showed them kind of what the state of Kansas was all about. And they, they came through and we upset Dodge City first round of the playoffs. Then we got to travel again over to Manhattan. Two games that Gardner Edgerton has never in their history even got a chance to play. You know, never gets to play those schools on that side of the state. And we, we lost uh, by a field goal the last five seconds that game over at Manhattan. So uh, I feel pretty good about our team as well. Uh, those are probably the three big ones. Uh, we played Shawnee Mission East. And when I say we, I mean Derby in the state championship game in 2013. And um, they're, they're still kind of sneaky good too. So uh, it's like I said earlier, just week to week to week, you just got to have, you got to be geared up, ready to play. There's no buys. Ryan, I know you, uh, a lot of changes in your life. I, I believe you moved to Gardner four years ago, grew up in Derby, coached in Derby. I, I had the pleasure of coaching with you in middle school even. And, uh, you know, you just made a comment that you had basketball practice today. Tell us a little bit about where you're at uh, in your life right now and what's going on with your, what you're coaching football, what you're coaching in basketball. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I just, uh, my wife Amy and I just had our first son, uh, Rhett Elliott Decraft. Uh, on October 4th. So 10-4 is his birthday, which is really cool. Um, so we're excited about that. I, I, you know, I, I'm coach on the offensive side of the ball for the, for the football team there, and I'm coaching basketball right now, and I'm the head tennis coach. So I get to coach all the stuff that I got to coach at Derby, uh, but just got an opportunity four years ago to kind of go branch out and do my own thing. And I, you know, I, I lived in Derby most of my life, like you said, and, uh, you know, wanted to go experience something. My wife gets to teach facts there, which is uh, home ec is what they, they call facts now. But she, she loves her job there and she coaches cheerleading. So uh, we're really liking it up there. But we sure do miss our family, especially with that little one. And anytime we can get back to Derby and be a part of Derby football stuff, uh, we, we love to do that. Everybody's watching it up there. Uh, and we got a bunch of people. I have family members in Indiana and family members all over the country, like you like to talk about each week, that are going to be listening to you guys. So uh, we're very excited about about supporting Derby today. Well, it'll be uh, hopefully it'll be a good ball game, and uh, you know, Blue Valley Northwest they're gonna, they're going to be a tough customer for us. No doubt about it. Their quarterback's been playing. Uh, in fact, he started as a freshman against us four years ago. So this guy's been the starting quarterback for him for four years. Uh, he has a lot of experience for a high school player, a big, strong kid. Um, you know, he runs the ball really well. And then they have a junior running back, Stubblefield, that's broken all their rushing records and those type of things. But they still run a spread offense a lot like Derby does. So they'll spread it around. They know how to throw it. They score a ton of points. Um, I could see this being a very high-scoring affair today. Brian, one of the things that we talked about just as you came up here was, you know, that you guys are running a, a flex bone offense, how different it is in Derby. When you start a team in second grade running an offense and defenses, you see that up on this side of the bracket much. Uh, again, everybody's spread out so much. It's probably real difficult to have a, a group of kids start out together 
stay together. It really is. Um, you know, that's something I've been pushing ever since I got to Gardner, how much our junior football and middle school programs need to be uh, all together and in unison because I've seen it work here at Derby. And there's no question that by the time they get to high school, if, if they understand exactly what you're doing with your scheme and you don't have to uh, rename plays and you can use the same hand signals, all those things that we used to do when we were coaching middle school ball together, uh, it just it becomes seamless. And, you know, obviously Brandon is the best coach in the state that we can all agree on that. And he, he put that together a long, long time ago, um, you know, making sure that they were all on the same page. But I think that the uh, the efforts of the Derby Junior football coaches and the efforts of the Derby really interested because they're the ones that lay that groundwork. Well, you know, you mentioned uh, how Coach Clark is doing it. Uh, this would just be a quick story. Uh, a couple of years ago or three, I was working tackles rest, and uh, the guy that was working at the table with me is going to be a football coach at Hutchinson the next. And be able to help, what he told me. And uh, I said, Well, what, what's in store for uh, Hutch next year? And he goes, He's two words, Clark's way. <laughs> I've had a lot of coaches, you know, you were just alluding to it, how everything you kind of progressed up through till you get to high school. And uh, they want to do that as well. Yeah, when Brandon got that job, the Derby job, and won, you know, won one game the first year coming off an 0 and 9 season before that. It, it takes a while to build that, and uh, it was very stressful for him. I remember how difficult it was for him early on for people to see that because for, you know, 30, 40 years, Derby was running the ball downhill, you know, right and left, sweep, option, that kind of stuff. And then he came in and, and had all these crazy spread formations and throwing the ball. And when they wouldn't win, you know, that there would people be grumbling a little bit because it, they couldn't see. But uh, there's no question now that uh, – I think that Coach Clark was right about football all along. Ryan, it was awesome having you come in and fill in again. Coach Clark, Coach Weaker got sidelined down in a meeting that they they kind of forced on. I looked over and saw you, and, and you were more than gracious to come up and talk to us. I'm glad to see you wearing a little derby colors today. And as we say always, once a Panther, always a Panther. Oh, no doubt about that. Green is magic. So uh, good luck to you guys today. Have a great call and go Panthers. Well, thanks for coming up, Ryan. We really, really appreciate that. Uh, it, it was great, like Kevin said, for you to fill in. Uh, this is Panther Football on a live 105. 105.9 FM. We'll be back. Tired of pesky weeds? Tendercare offers lawn services like we control. Along with lawn maintenance, they offer landscaping, irrigation, swimming pools, patios, cook centers, and more. Find them on the web at tendercarelandscape.com or you can reach them at 788-5416. Tendercare, located at 218 South Water Street in Derby, a proud sponsor of a Live 105 and Derby Panther football. We'd like to thank Derby Junior Football for their support of Derby Panther Football on Alive 105 KDKQ. Derby Junior Football embraces youth athletic competition in a way that should be competitive, fun, and a key component of a child's education. The Derby Junior Football Organization promotes important life skills like desirable personal and social behaviors and the development of good character. You can learn more about the Derby Junior Football Program and find out about signing up by calling 788-8500. You can also find them on Facebook and on the web. KDKQ LP Derby Wichita 105.9 FM and worldwide at alive105kdkq.com.
This activity is being brought to you by KDKQ, its advertisers, and the member schools of the Kansas State High School Activities Association. No rebroadcast in whole or in part may be made without the written permission of the KSHSAA. Well, we're back at Emporia, and we're probably less than 15 minutes away from the start of today's ball game between Blue Valley Northwest and your Derby Panthers. Uh, Kevin, uh, Blue Valley Northwest comes in here with a pretty good record. They're uh, 11 and 1. Uh, and I, I'm just going to go back a little bit historically. They have, I think they were five and four last last year, and that was the last time they, from 2015 on, that was the only time, two or three times that they had a winning record. Well, and again, you got to look at things and see, you know, where Clint Ryder in his fifth year as coach Decraft was telling us a little bit. It's a pretty experienced team. They went from a really poor record four years ago to sitting where they're at now, no, no, no doubt why. They got 17 returning starters, 10 on offense, 7 on defense. Last week, Northwest defeated Blue Valley West 35-7. to Well, in that game, Northwest had 360 total yards of offense, 278 on the ground, 82 in the air. Maybe a bit of a surprise because we expect them to be a little more balanced. Yeah, and, and I did too. I, I saw those stats, but maybe they just, like us, they take advantage of what the defense is giving them in the – they, they piled up a lot of uh, yards, and uh, I figured because of their quarterback that they would be a passing team pretty much, but it looks like it doesn't matter. They're, they're spread offense, they run it, and they throw it. Well, this is a team that averages 44 points per game, so you know they can put points on the board. They're led by uh, senior quarterback Mike Hawley, a six foot four, 200-pounder. Well, this is a guy that's already committed to Nebraska and play baseball next year. He's, he's amazing. He's 117 for 173 this year, almost 1,800 yards and 22 touchdowns. Doyle, he does have six interceptions on the season. Throw that in against with his athleticism. He's also got 1,057 yards rushing. Oh, yeah. he's uh, His his total yardage is, is phenomenal. I mean, it, it's uh, unbelievable that uh, this one player can have that. Uh, and, and I believe uh, – and you'll get to it in a minute, but I believe his main running back is over a thousand yard rusher. Well, he is, and, I, and one thing you, you got to throw out there, Mr. Pauly, we saw him down on the field. He's a good looking young man. I mean, very good size, as I said, six foot four, 200 pounds. But he threw out a little locker room material earlier in the week and, and, and boldly stated, Derby's not going to know what hit him. And, you know, as a coach, anybody, you know, that's not the kind of stuff you want to lead to give to a team for some motivation. Well, especially a team that's been to this dance as many times as the Panthers have. You, you don't want to give them additional motivating information because, you know, a young kid like that, 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 could, that could really get them jacked up. Oh, no question. You already mentioned Grant Stubblefield, a six foot, 185 pounder. He's the guy we expect to carry the football most of the time. Well, 237 carries this season, 1,535 yards and 23 touchdowns. Pretty good six and a half yard per carry, you know, uh, average. It doesn't compare to what Dylan Edwards does, but still, that's the guy that's going to be uh, toting football most of the time. Well, Kevin, that, that Stubblefield, that's more of a normal average. <laughs> exactly. Edwards is phenomenal, but uh, you know we'll get we'll get to that later. Uh, offensive line wise, 
again, a pretty good-sized group of guys, not overly big. Uh, you got uh, guys at 6'5", 255, 6'2", 240, 6 foot 220, 6'4", 215, and 6'2", You know, we always laugh about that on the way up. We said, not overly big. And then you and I flash back to, you know, it didn't seem like that long ago that you had an offensive lineman that weighed over 225 pounds. You considered it big. Today's world, it's it's you, you got to be much bigger. Yeah, and there's no doubt about that. Uh, that's pretty much uh, if you look at our the weights of our starting linemen, you'll see that. Now, defensively, did this group return seven starters from last year's five and two team? Three, four defense most of the time, but again, Coach Clark said as they watch the game film, they throw all kinds of different fronts at you. They're off. Their defensive line's gonna have their hands full. Doyle is probably one of the smaller defensive lines we faced this year. A lot of 215, 220 against our very experienced offensive line. The one group that uh, Coach Clark just couldn't get off of when he was talking to us earlier in the week was their linebackers. These guys I know every week, I tell you, they're physical, they're fast, they work downhill. He said these guys are probably the most aggressive group that we've seen this year. Well, yes, and there's no doubt about it. Uh, lots of respect by our coaching staff for Blue Valley Northwest. Uh, the safeties, he said that one thing they're going to look at because they fill quickly. And what that means is that they're hoping that they fill and they can read off some play action and maybe get our receivers wide open downfield. That's that's exactly what we want to happen. Again, Derby last week, it really a, a runaway ball game, 62-28 to 28 over Lawrence, in that win, Doyle Derby had 568 total yards of offense. As we know, Lee, our, uh, Dylan Edwards had a huge night, uh, I, I believe over 300 yards last week by himself. And that was a very unusual semi-state uh, action game where we went to the running clock. Yeah, it, it, yeah, you don't ever see that that late in the playoffs. And you know, I just want to make one little quick observation. Uh, the Panthers came out on the field. And I thought the Blue Valley Northwest student section might have threw a pool or two at it. You don't do that in high school football. No, no. Hey, and, and again, one kudo I got to give out. I saw him earlier in the week. I, I think we both were inadvertently. We kept saying that uh, Zerger threw a touchdown pass on that reverse play, and our spotters had kind of given us that information, and we kind of went with it. Kate Brown caught us and said, hey, guys, that was me and and it was. It was Caden that had a nice little reverse pass, 21-yard touchdown. And, uh, you know, again, just that other wrinkle that we have that uh, we can offer up. Oh, yeah, he threw that pretty darn good, I thought. And, uh, you know, we're still several minutes away from the start of today's ball game. It looks like, according to the scoreboard clock, it looks like about a little over four minutes. But, uh, you know, that scoreboard clock may not be quite right. We're going to go ahead and take this time anyway to uh, give the starting lineups for both the offense and the defense. Starting on the line for the Panthers, at one tackle, senior Alex Key, 6'4", 285. The other sack tackle, junior Wyatt Jackson, 6'2", 240. One guard, junior Chris Thompson, 6'1", 270. The other guard is senior Jonas Vickers, 6'3", 285, and a senior. Your center is senior Dylan Kahn, 6'3", 290. Tight end, Drake Thatcher, 6'4", 200. One wide receiver, junior Nathaniel Keener, 5'9", 160. The other wide receiver, junior Trayvon Rose, 5'9", 170. 
Starting quarterback, senior, Mercer Thatcher, 6'4", 195. And the starting running back for the Panthers, junior, Dylan Edwards, 5'8", 155. The specialists, your kickers, Scott Simmons and or Grady Jessup. The holder is Mercer Thatcher, and the long snapper is Conley Hamlin. On the defensive side, defensive line, sophomore Mason Hopper, 5'10", 190. Senior Andon Carpenter, 6'1", 260. And senior Quentin Dorsey, also 6'1", 260. Outside linebacker, junior Cade Shelton, 5'11", 190. Junior Roman Bowden, 6'1", 185. Middle linebacker, senior Cole Minton, 5'10", 190. Junior Miles Wash, 5'9", 185. Cornerbacks, senior Jameer Clemens, 6'155", and senior Corey Atkins, 6'175". Your safeties are senior Brian Murph, 6'180", and sophomore Damare Baker at 5'11", 180. Those are the starting lineups on offense and defense as we have them. Just concluded the national anthem. It looks like it's time for the coin toss in the center of the field. Uh, the officials are, are there waiting, but uh, <laughs> the teams haven't come out yet, but they're ready. Wow, Doyle, what a beautiful afternoon for football. 68 degrees in Emporia right now. When we left Derby, the winds were really calm out of the south. The winds have switched to the north-northwest at 12 miles per hour. But, uh, you know, when we were down on the field and you look at the flags, the gusts of wind are up in the 20, 25 mile an hour range. So there is going to be a little wind playing into today's ball game. But as we always say, both teams play under the same circumstances. Yeah, it's it's just as windy for Derby as it is for Blue Valley Northwest. So, you know, it's how you handle that wind that, that makes a difference. The teams are at the center for the coin toss, and that should be over momentarily. They, they're wanting to get this game started right at 1 o'clock initially. Well, a couple – Three or four weeks ago, maybe the, the game time was going to be 105, but uh, that's changed. It is now one o'clock, so we're just about 90 seconds away from the start of the ball game. Well, a game that I think everybody, you know, in Derby has been anticipating really since uh, you know the end of August. Everybody, you know, you plan on the state championship game, so today's the day, and uh, you know it is. It's like home away from home. Last year we ended up. Uh, after the play in Olathe due to COVID, they didn't uh, let anybody participate in anything here in Emporia. And, you know, Doyle, for you and I just driving up here today and knowing the surroundings, I mean, everything here, I think the guys from the, the facility said, well, we don't need to help you guys. You know where everything's at. The Panthers have won the toss, evidently, and they're going to take the ball and they're going to defend the north goal. So we're about ready to go. We're 30 seconds away. Panthers seem to be jacked up and uh, – it looks maybe like Blue Valley Northwest is ready to go, too. So this will be a big possession for the Panthers uh, uh, to start out with the ball and maybe send some kind of a message to Blue Valley Northwest. Well, and then, you know, this is Blue Valley Northwest first time being in a state championship game. So, you know, if you got to go on with experience, again, these kids from Derby, fourth time. So the seniors have been here many, many times. Not that they're not going to be nervous, but, they are used to uh, the crowd, used to the big day. Yeah, and, and, and the nerves are going to be on both sides. It's just, you know, the Panthers know how to handle the nerves because they've been here before. But you kind of wonder, does Blue Valley know how, Blue Valley Northwest, do they know how to handle the nerves having never been here before? But we're ready to go. And it's, uh, 
you know, the crowd's okay on both sides. Derby's is nearly full. It's probably 90% full. Uh, there's still a lot of open seats on the home side, but uh, nonetheless, Northwest brought a big crowd, I'll big support. The Derby bands down in the in the south end zone, and you got kids all up on the hill, so Derby brought uh, a bunch of people here for this game. And again, uh, back deep, it's going to be Edwards, and I'm sure, yes, Hubbard, but you just kind of kind of wonder. I and that's that's been a mistake times than not to kick to our two guys back deep. We're ready to go. The approach, it's just a little pooch kick. It's going to hit at about the 22. Hubbard has it. Gets to the outside, 35, maybe 36 yard line on the return. So pretty good, pretty good position for the Panthers. Well, again, the the wind is really blowing hard. So that kick got up in the air, and you could see it just wasn't going anywhere. Derby, I don't think, really bought into the whole thing of what they were going to do. And then they kind of played a little mind games before Dylan Edwards sat up and where everybody was at. Well, there's, there's no question that uh, uh, Blue Valley Northwest, their, their front three are not near as big as our, our guys, not even close. Panthers show motion, Drake Thatcher, Edwards, He's going to get hit and dropped for about a two-yard loss. Yeah, it didn't. It, it definitely didn't uh, fool Blue Valley Northwest at all on that play. They were in the backfield immediately. And how often have you seen Dylan Edwards lose yardage on a play? Well, that may be only the second time this year. But he was sure stacked up. That was a good play by the initially by Blue Valley Northwest. Second and thirteen for the Panthers. Games just started. First possession. Panthers have the play from the sidelines. Then on a keeper, Mercer Thatcher, he's going to get back to the original line of scrimmage, and that's about it. Maybe you get another yard. It's going to be third and long. Yeah, Derby's going to have to loosen up this Blue Valley Northwest team. Is they're they're bringing the house right now. They had all the linebackers crowded in the box, and, and uh, as we fake the ball to Dylan. Mercer could find no running room on the left side either. Picked up four, but still it's third and nine. So the Panthers, they've got still Edwards and Thatcher in the backfield. Now they shift Edwards down the slot back to pass. Edwards just... If, if he'd have thrown it a half a second earlier, it would have been six points, guaranteed. Now, the ball was just barely out of the reach of Edwards. It just hit off of his fingertips. If uh, Dylan's able to catch that ball, he's going to take it to the house. More importantly, pretty well-thrown ball just out of his reach, and uh, that's going to hopefully loosen up this Blue Valley Northwest group. Well, Edwards was wide open. I know, I know that. And uh, like I said, if he'd have waited a half a count, Edwards had another step or so, would have been six points, no doubt. The Panthers are going to have to punt. Looks like Cooper's back, standing on about his 20. He's going to have a little bit of a wind and a nice little spiral. Going to take a derby bounce back down to the 10. Panthers need to get on, and they did not quite get on it. They had a guy that was, I think he was loafing down there, and uh, then he finally realized he had a chance to recover the football, and it was too late. Well, it took a, a great derby bounce. It was just bouncing down the sideline, and I'm with you. I think we could have could have downed it even at the 10-yard line, but 
that old ball uh, with the wind behind it took uh, quite a roll and went into the end zone. Yeah, we could have been inside the five. But, again, I think the guy chasing it down wasn't really hustling that much. So first and ten from the 20, no score, ten minutes to go in the first quarter. And the ball's on the ground. And it's a completed pass for a first down. So that was just a broken play all the way, and they were able to com- to complete the pass. Well, it was a broken play, and then we nearly got to the quarterback, and he throws the ball, and, and we were set up to pick that one. And unfortunately, the receiver wanted the ball a little bit more than our defender. Again, handoff this time. And down for about a three-yard loss is Grant Stubblefield. Yeah, we had guys, that was just an outside play from Blue Valley Northwest. Derby wasn't fooled at all. They're going to throw him back for almost a, gosh, Doyle, it looks like they're going to give him a great spot of throwing him back at four or five yards. Yeah, it's five yards. going to be second and 15. Back to pass. Being chased. The ball is picked off. And they're calling it incomplete now. No, and I think you're going to see a penalty possibly on uh, on Derby there. The flag fell immediately, and I'm not so sure we didn't hold one of the receivers. Uh, but we'll see what the call is. Oh, I see that flag. I for one in the backfield. And uh, Panthers had good pressure on uh, Mikey. And that's his name. I'm not being funny. That's That's his name. It's Mikey Polly. And they're picking the flag up. You know, Doyle, what I'm going to guess happened was when we started putting pressure on him and it looked like he was going to run, they probably said, hey, you know, in that situation, you're not really holding the receiver, but the the official threw the flag quickly. Well, they picked it up, so now it's going to be third down and 15. Panthers put some pretty good pressure on Pauly that time. Well, they put pressure on him the last two times. He's just been able to get out of it. 9.30 9.30 to go, no score. First possession for Northwest as well. Back to pass. Caught. Going to be short of the first down by about a yard. Panthers give up 14 yards on know. that. It's going to be really close. I think they're going to move the oh, sticks. Oh, my I, goodness. I thought, I thought he had it. I really did. Where I he didn't. was tackled, I, I'm pretty sure he had it, but. Regardless, you know, we're putting a lot of pressure on Polly. We just got to get to him. Well, that, that was a – man, that was one the Panthers needed to get off the field on on uh, third and 15. Again, they give it to the tailback, and he's going to get dropped for about a three-yard loss. That's two times that uh, we dumped the running back in the backfield for a loss. That was Miles Wash on tackle. Yeah, what, what's hurting us, though, those third down and long, you know, that that's not doing us much good. It's like hitting a real good drive and duffing your second shot. (laughs) No score. Ball's on the 41. Now taking off, finding a guy out in the flat, and he misses him. He was wide open. There wasn't any Panthers around him. So now it's another third and long from the 39. Poorly conceived play. It looked like the running back went the wrong way because Polly was looking to to fake a handoff and then just kind of had to ad-lip the play, and there was nowhere to go. Doyle, Olathe, or Blue Valley Northwest, all in black today with white helmets. Derby, and they're all white with green numbers. So it's another third and long. 
for the Panther defense and for Northwest. Panthers showing blitz. Back to pass. Pauly. And caught again. Just, I mean, these guys are at one yard. Made it pass. So they made, they needed 12. They got 13. Well, you can't, you know, you can't blame them. I mean, they know where the sticks are at. They stopped their guy right off, off that mark. Well thrown ball by Pauly. It's another first down. This time they're in Panther territory, and straight ahead goes Pauly. He gets up. Well, at least he gets some positive yards. Picks up about three, down he to the Panther Pauly's forty-five. The guy that threw for over a thousand yards and ran for over a thousand, so we expected him to coat the football a few times today. Well, I, I expected him to run it sooner than he has. It's eight minutes to go. Their first possession. This started on the twenty-yard line. Panthers have had him third and long three times. Again, this time straight ahead to Stubblefield. Now it's going to be third and short. Third, and it looks like uh, maybe about three. Bowden was in on the tackle on that one. Doyle, hey, you know, how many times have we seen the Derby defense start a little slow? They get their feet underneath them. We just need to come up with a stop here as uh, Blue Valley Northwest has moved all pretty easily so far. Third and about three and a half. You get Polly on a keeper. He's not going to get the first. Well, he is now because he fell forward. So they had him stop two and a half, three yards short, and all he did was fall forward. Now they're going to call him just short, it looks like. Boy, if they do, he was well past the line to gain. Yeah, so it's fourth and inches. You know they're going to go for it. You'd have to think that even here, Polly could just go up the gut. For yeah, it. you got to think that they moved. Their their tailback moved before the ball was snapped, and there was no penalty. Well, Polly just goes off the right side that time and finds enough of a crease to pick up the first down. So at some point, we've got to we've got to stop this Valley Northwest surge. Yeah, because not only is it. Is it going a long ways? And they're, but they're keeping the ball a long time. 6.50 to go. No score, but on the move is Northwest. They give it to the tailback again. He gets maybe back to the line of scrimmage. Going to be second long. Well, Doyle, if you're Blue Valley Northwest, that's what you want to do. You want to, you want to keep the ball out of Derby's offense. I mean, you want to take this game and, and uh, you want to make it run quick. You want to, you want to, Keep the ball in your hands, even if you're not scoring. You can certainly shorten the game, but again, I got I go back to the three or four times Panthers have had Blue Valley in a third and long situation and have not been able to take advantage so far. Back eh, back to pass, got a man right out in the zone. Just these guys are picking our zone apart. Yeah, and then we'll have to change that how we're doing things. Either bring more pressure on the poly or, or tighten things up, because right now he is finding receivers open downfield whenever he wants. Well, you get you have four Panthers around you. You just get in between the four, and uh, that's open territory. Again, Pauly, and he drags a couple guys. He's going to pick up two or three. Another first down is 540 to go. Tie score, but Blue Valley Northwest is definitely on the move. They're inside the Panther 25 at about the 23. Derby went out three and out on the opening drive, so 
you know, from there, it was a, a good pump by Cooper that went into the end zone, and this drive started at their own 20. Straight ahead. It's Pauly inside the five. Uh, Pauly made a couple of guys miss and then just kind of went back into the middle of the field, rumbles down and gets the ball down to the four-yard line. So a very well-sustained drive by, by, by Blue Valley Northwest. It, looks, it, it has looked very easy so far. And again, Polly on the keeper, touchdown. I think they're going to give it to him. They did. Touchdown Blue Valley with 4.57 to go. They just went 80 yards and had a pretty easy time of it. Oh, man, really mixed the pass and the run up fairly well. Most of the success came in the air. Yeah, and, and again, we go back to the fact that, you know, Panthers had these guys three or four times third and long and could not come up with the play to stop it. So maybe they'll figure that out on the sideline. Tonight's broadcast of Derby Panther football on the Live 105 KDKQ 105.9 FM is sponsored in part by these great local Derby businesses. Tender Care Lawn and Landscape, Will Height Auto Service, MJB Heating and Cooling, Radio Shack of Derby, Riverside Cafe of Derby, D&B Service Center, Shelton Collision Repair, Artistic Builders, D&M Mechanical, Muscle Focus Massage Therapy, Field Station Dinosaurs, and Johnson & Company Certified Public Accountants. The next time you visit one of these Panther football sponsors, let them know you heard their ad on the Live 105 during the Panther football broadcast. So an extra point kick was just good. It, uh, we, we had a Panther that nearly blocked it, but it squeaked through. In a ball game like this, how important are all those extra points? Very, very important. Panthers find themselves with 4.57 to go in the first quarter. Behind 7-0 to zero on a very well-orchestrated drive by Northwest. Right. You can see the whole entire defensive unit's over uh, with Coach uh, Wietrich and his bunch talking to them about what they've seen. Again, all, most of this stuff is just changing uh, a little bit where you're at, your positioning, and maybe bringing a little more heat. Another little pooch kick. Going to come down to Hubbard. Gets out to about the 36 and kind of gets tripped up, but he falls forward to the 36. So Panthers have decent field position to start this possession, trailing 7-0. That'll be interesting to see how Coach Clark comes out in this in this second possession, whether he comes out again trying to get the ball to Dylan Edwards or we kind of keep trying to loosen up the Blue Valley Northwest defense, throwing some more uh, Mercer Thatcher at him. First and 10 for the Panthers on their own 36. They give it to Edwards. He gets out to about, no, he's going to get out close to the 45. It's going to be just short of the 45, about second down and about, I'm going to say, two. I think Dylan's shoe came up. I think everybody here was kind of holding their breath when they didn't jump right back up, and he was getting his shoe back on goal. That was just a little hesitation run by Dylan. Second and two. Thatcher. He's going to get pitched it out to Edwards. He's going to get inside the 45 of Blue Valley Northwest. He had the first down picked up, did Mercer Thatcher. Wow, didn't? what a great play by Mercer on the option. He had already picked up the first down. And he looked over to the side and saw Dylan, and he's like, I'll just pitch the ball to you and let you pick up an additional four or five yards. And he did just that. It's now first and 10 on the Northwest 45. Thatcher. He's going to get maybe back. Now he's going to lose a yard. 
Well, you know, the problem with that play, again, you know, as Mercer starts drawing him out, he probably needs to cut back in the lane instead of trying to take it wide. It's hard unless you're a real speed burner. And usually even then, it's, it, it's tough to get that edge. It's easier to run north and south and east and west. Yeah, you got to plant that foot, that outside foot, cut that thing straight up the field and, and let the chips fall where they may because these guys, that's what they want you to do. They want you to wrestle, uh, run east and west. They pitch it out to Edwards. He's going to get away and going to pick up three, maybe four on second down. It's going to be third and seven. Well, interesting play call here again. It's a it's early in the ball game, but you say it's a big third down play for the Panthers after Blue Valley Northwest moved the ball down and scored on them. Panthers really need to answer this thing back. Doyle, do you go play action? What do you do? Well, you go with what got you there, and I'm kind of figuring maybe that Dylan Edwards will end up with the ball in his hand. I'm not not real positive, and this is four down territory for the Panthers. Motion, Drake Thatcher. Edwards hit and dropped. Fourth down and ten. Well, they had a had an answer for that Dylan Edwards play. I think Blue Valley Northwest thought what you did is, hey, they're going to give the ball to Dylan Edwards. They had a guy in the backfield waiting on him. Go, oh, I'm not so sure that I'm not punting here. It, it's the ball's resting on uh, Blue Valley Northwest 45. But man, yeah, this this is a this is a tremendous gamble, I think. And and Thatcher can punt it. But this, this is a big gamble here. Thatcher's trying to draw him off, so we'll see what happens. Play clock's under five. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to punt. We're going to take a timeout or the penalty. We took the delay. Oh, now they're, the back judge threw a, a penalty, and then uh, it looks like the side judge called timeout for Derby. I know not a position that Coach Clark wanted to really use a timeout in. Well, it's uh, 219 to go in the first. Again, Panthers, they trail 7-0. And, uh, you know, for Blue Valley Northwest has really come into play. And, uh, you know, so far it looks like they're handling the Panthers on both sides of the football. Well, and momentum-wise, you know, if you're if you're uh, Blue Valley Northwest, you come into today's game going, hey, we're playing a giant down here. Let's go in and do a little shock and awe of our own and get them off their off their path and see what we can do. So far, they've done just that. If you're the Panthers, you just got to make adjustments. You got to say, hey, here, here's what we got to do to win, just what we've done every week in and out. Uh, again, I think interesting call by Coach Clark here. We'll see if he opts to punt or if he goes for it. Uh, yeah. no, I, interesting call for any coach here. Well, it's 7-0, and, uh, you know, Panthers are trailing right now. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of football left to play. There's still two minutes and 20 seconds to go in the first quarter. So a lot of football left to play. I don't think he – I think he's going for it. I don't see uh, Cooper on the field. So Derby is going to go for it here on That's fourth down. certainly what it looks like. It's fourth down and 10. Northwest is showing blitz. Oh, and he overthrew. He overthrew Drake Thatcher, who was wide open. Well, and more more importantly than that is that uh, we also had Trayvon Rose downfield, no one within 15 yards of him if we were able to catch him. So just like that, uh, Blue Valley Northwest now has the football <laughs> really in, in great field position in midfield. 
Yes, this is, you know, considering they just drove 80 yards on us, uh, they got it with 214 left. Now they're almost to midfield. So, you know, Panthers need to get some stuff going here. They need to start getting some positive stuff. They've won three in a row, but that doesn't mean they'll win four. You know, you got to come out with that attitude. Pauly on the keeper. He's going to pick up a couple on first down. Maybe if, if it's a, yeah, it's a pretty good spot. They're going to give him three. Now, Pauly's just a big body out there. As we said, he's 6'4", 200 pounds. And, uh, he's a tremendous athlete, or uh, you wouldn't be getting Division One looks in baseball. Yeah, that's right. you got to have something on the, on the ball if you're going to get Division One looks in any sport. 7-0, Panthers trail. And the ball's on the ground. He just throws it up, and the Panthers nearly picked it off. It was Atkins on the coverage, but he just threw it up. You know, the, as you said, the ball was on the ground. We had a lot of heat on him, and from nowhere he puts the ball in the air, and that, those are the ones you kind of gasp at because it's like, did everybody go in? Luckily, the Panthers had a defender back. I think Atkins jumped a hair too soon, or he might have picked that one off. But, I mean, just the idea that Pauly just – I mean, he wasn't even looking. He just threw it. He knew he had a receiver over there. He just threw it up. He, he, he dodged a bullet there. Third and seven. Quick pass to the outside. First down again and more. Again, the Panthers are going to have to be a little more stingy on this third down and long because that's killing them well, again, so far. Yeah, Pauly, Pauly's just got a good arm. He's looking out and he finds his targets. And that's what we thought last week. He ran the ball more than he passed last week. Today, he's just doing just the opposite. Uh, I know the Panthers are doing a good job getting them in third and long. Back to pass. Out in the flat, and it's dropped. They're going to call it, and it was. It was a forward pass, so that was – Panthers were right there. I don't know that if he'd have caught it, it would have made much difference. But uh, So it's going to be second and 10 from the 40. Again, clock stopped, 119 left. Blue Valley leads. They lead 7-0, and they're threatening. Blue Valley Northwest in a pistol formation. You don't see a whole lot of that anymore. Three wideouts to the far side, one to the near side. Back to pass. Now they're chasing him. He's running for the sidelines. And he's going to get a first down. My goodness. We had him 10 yards deep, and he ended up getting a first down. Uh, we had guys breathing all over Polly's neck on that play. And Bill, we asked Coach Clark earlier in the week, we said, where's this guy Raid at as far as quarterbacks you played this year? And there wasn't even any hesitation when he said top three. And we know we've seen some pretty good quarterbacks this season. Well, he just showed it there. Again, it was another one of those situations where we had him deep. We should have probably should have tackled him. And instead, he gets away and picks up 15. They give it to Stubblefield. He gets to the outside. One of our guys missed him, just kind of an Olay attempt at the tackle. He picks up 10 yards. Looks like another first down for Northwest. Well, Polly shows pretty good speed. I know on that uh, on that last run, we had Sam Same chasing him down, and Sam's got pretty good speed. He was able to get to the edge quicker than I, than our guys. First and 10 inside the Panther 20. 
still in the first quarter. Panthers trail 7-0, and Blue Valley's threatening to go up by two scores. They give it, or keeps it. He picks up maybe a yard. Uh, it depends on the spot. Well, when Pauly keeps the ball, he's not doing anything fancy. He's just having a one fake handoff, and he's taking most of them right up the gut. That's going to end the first quarter. Panthers trail in this one, 7-0. This is Panther football on a live 105. KDKQ, 105.9 FM. We'll be back. The Derby Recreation Commission is a proud sponsor of Derby Panther Football, local community sports programs, and the Live 105. The DRC offers recreational facilities, special events, sports leagues, and programs like art, dance, fitness, and wellness all year round. DRC memberships now include youth and adult fitness classes, along with all other amenities. Learn more about the recreation opportunities the DRC has to offer on the web at derbyrec.com or on Facebook at Derby Rec. does, Mooney Pie. I love me some fall events. Go sport ball. You know, the Derby Public Library has lots of events this fall. What events are you talking about? Events for kids of all ages and adults, too. We just have to visit derbylibrary.com for all the info. Holy smokes, the library sounds like a party to me. Hey, kid, you're holding that football wrong. Let me show you how it's done. Oh, granny. Derby Public Library. Well, we're back in Emporia. The Panthers are trailing 7-0. Start of the second quarter. First and second attempt with Blue Valley. Back pass. Now straight up the middle goes Pauly. First down. Touchdown. Well, Pauly just improvised on the play. He looked like he was, he was back to throw the football. Nothing was there. Again, if you watch highlight film, you got to realize that's, a, a as we said three or four weeks ago, if there's an Achilles heel to this defense, it's athletic quarterbacks that uh, improvise. He did just that. He just scrambled and uh, hit sideline and found the end zone. Yeah, he wasn't even touched till he got inside the five. So he ran. Uh, he ran with it probably 14 yards before a Panther even touched him, and then he just ran over him, took him into the end zone. So it's now 13-0. Panthers nearly blocked that, but it's still good. So now it's 14-0 with 11:50 to go in the half. Now, Panthers are going to be facing a little bit of a brisk wind here to start this drive. Tonight's broadcast of Derby Panther football on Live 105, KDKQ 105.9 FM, is sponsored in part by these great local derby businesses, the Derby Recreation Center, Confederated Builders, Derby Junior Football, the Derby Informer, Derby Public Library, Pause Photography by Kelsey Lockie, Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas, Derby Overhead, Diamondback Total Lawn Care, Fidelity Bank, Derby Nutrition, and Fisher Media. The next time you visit one of these Panther football sponsors, let them know you heard their ad on a Live 105 during the Panther football broadcast. Well, it'll be interesting to see how the Panthers come back. We, we've been in this situation before where we've trailed in ball games, and usually we just bounce back. I think in this situation, you trail 14-0, you got to score on this drive. I really think you got to try and put points on the board. Well, it, get yourself it's, back in. I, I agree, it's a must. But so far, the Panthers haven't been able to move the ball that well on the Blue Valley defense. Here's a ball that's going to come down in the end zone. Panthers will get it on the 20. So worst field position, starting field position for the Panthers. So 
you know, they've, they've got to break something open here and, and send the message because uh, right now, right now the uh, momentum is wearing a black jersey. Now, early in the ball game, you got to, you know, Derby, maybe you, you never know what happens. You don't know whether, as we say, you can't watch game film and tell exactly how fast someone is, how strong Paulie might be. But uh, I always like our coaches and the adjustment. Uh, we seem to be able Third possession for the Panthers. I think they've got one first down. Starting with this possession. And they moved again. It's going to be another, another penalty. The wide receiver this time. Again, they pitch it to Edwards. He makes a nice cut. He's going to get pick up six or seven on first down. So Panthers are at least on the, these last two plays are starting to bring it a little better. Now Derby looks like to be getting into more high tempo offense. Again, Edwards, he's going to get a first down out to about the 45. A much much better drive so far for the Panthers. On the, on the ground, Doyle in that first quarter, Derby had no passing yards, 83 for Blue Valley Northwest. That's not surprising. Panthers trail 14-0. Again, they give it to Edwards. He's going to pick up, oh, I don't know, they're going to give him five on first down. Well, Dylan that time just dove through a pile of, uh, of defenders to, to get good yardage. Otherwise, he stopped for little or no gain. The ball's right at midfield. Panthers are definitely in a hurry-up offense. Now they're going to look to the sideline. Check with me. Well, that's one of the things Coach Clark talked about. He says they got a couple guys going both ways. We're going to keep the tempo high, and that's what they're what they've gone to. Yeah, both their tackles are going both ways. Edwards, first down and more, gets inside the. 42, close to the 35. They're going to mark it on the 36. Now Dylan Edwards is all of a sudden starting to find his groove. I mean, he's picked up a lot of yardage. You know, it's an offensive line that's very experienced, so uh, let's hope that keeps on chugging along. 14-0, Blue Valley Northwest. Panthers are trailing. Now, Mercer Thatcher, he picks up two or three, and that's about it on first down. 
now at some point you do got to mix in a little bit of pass or, you know, you, you start letting the defense really sell out on the run. Second and seven, it looks like. Again, Edwards, he made one guy miss four yards deep, so nobody even touched that guy. No, we, we have to be missing an assignment as fast as, as they're in the backfield. And it's like they, they know the playbook, like, hey, this is a handoff to Dylan Edwards. They're standing in the backfield before uh, Edwards gets his hands on the football. Yeah, he was three or four yards deep when he got the ball. And like I said, he made that guy miss or he would have lost probably four yards. Edwards, he's not going to get the first down. Not even going to be close. It's going to be fourth down. Uh, no no question here you're in four-down territory. Well, you, ha- you just about have to be. I mean, you're behind 14-0, clock moving, 8.50 to go. I mean, you just about have to. You've got to change some kind of some kind of momentum, take it away from Blue Valley Northwest. Like I said, it's it's almost like they're the calm ones and we're the nervous ones. Interesting play call here, fourth and long. Back to pass. Didn't even didn't, made it to the thirty. He's going to be four yards short. Man, you got to give Blue Valley Northwest some credit on it. They had our receivers all covered up. They had good secondary play. Thatcher really had no option but to try and run the football. And unfortunately, that's another drive on the Panthers that stalls out. Well, they they started on the ten, got all the way down to the thirty. And uh, uh, Blue Valley Northwest, but no uh, benefits from it. It's just another fourth down. I think that's what their second and third or third fourth down attempt that they have not been successful on. And so. we'll see uh, Panthers, uh, how they change things up. The, the interesting thing now is Polly, who we know has a great arm. He's got the win behind him now. Well, you know, so far they haven't really need, needed the – They've got it. They've got it going both ways, running and passing. Polly steps back. Got a man over the middle. Looks like it's caught in Panther territory. Well, Polly, that time it was just a little fake. He acted like he was going to run. Took a step backwards. Had his receiver downfield. And what you're doing is trying to commit those guys to thinking you're running the football. It worked. Again, Polly. Oh my goodness. He got a first down and he was missed behind the line of scrimmage by I'm gonna guess four Panthers. Now no question, you gotta put Polly up there as one of those three running our three quarterbacks, uh, as Coach Clark said, that uh, very loosey, very hard nosed kid. Well, from what I've seen, he might be better than Avery Johnson, and I didn't think I'd ever say that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> this guy's running the ball. And he's way bigger than Avery, and he's throwing the ball good. Back to pass. Panthers are putting a little pressure on him. Now they get its good stiff arm. They pick up about three, so his stiff arm kept him from getting tackled. Well, same had had coverage on him. I mean, it, and really at that point, you've just got to want it and. You know, again, I hate to say that, but Polly wanted it more than Sam did. He just held Sam at bay and uh, picked up positive yardage. 14-0, seven minutes to go in the half. 
Panthers trail this one. It's been all Blue Valley Northwest. Back the pass, quick pass to the outside. It's incomplete. That will stop the clock with just over seven minutes to go, 7.02, I believe. So it's going to be third down and, and long, and I'm sure this third and long, this has been a Achilles heel for the Panthers today, and I'm sure if they don't get it here, they'll go for it on fourth down. Plenty of time on the uh, play clock as Polly uh, looks over to the sidelines. Now they're, they're calling a timeout. timeout. I, I don't understand that, but they did call a timeout. So Panthers trail in this one, 14-0. And, uh, it, again, you got to call it like it is. It's been all Blue Valley Northwest so far. Well, and Polly, as we knew, was a, a tremendous athlete in that uh, first half. He had 66 yards on the game on the ground and 83 in here. So that's a little more balanced attack than what we saw out of him last week. But, boy, you're going to have to put a hat on Mr. Polly all the time if you're going to have any success. Well, it's like you said on that rollout. We had him, but he just stuck the big long arm out and fought our guy off. And we've we've had him several times and haven't been able to finish. Well, if you're Derby, you, you know, it's uh, 7.02 before half here. You trail 14 points. You really don't want to fall down to these guys by any more. No, and you and you got to start moving the football. You know, you got you got to do something on offense as well. I am surprised our offense has been held down like they have. Third and long, third and eight. Back to pass. Just a little hit. Shot, and there's going to be a pass interference, so that'll be another break. Well, they, they had flags it was. flying, and it was a good call. It just uh, unfortunate for the Panthers, and that's going to give them a first down. Yeah, it, it was definitely. Let, let, I don't see him calling it on the offensive guy. So here we go, another first down on a third and long. Defense snapped bow and snack here. But yeah, they, uh, I'm with you. They, they can't fall behind by another score, and uh, uh, they, they, they're not moving the ball that well right now, so they can't fall behind by another score. First and 10, clock stopped with. Just four seconds on that last play is all it took. Back to pass, just a quick over-the-middle touchdown. A little slant route, and uh, Panthers didn't have an answer for it. So, boy, I'll tell you, been a while since we've seen our Panthers down by 20 here before break. Uh, again, I don't think it's give up and die. I think it's time to, you know, you got to come up with some positive stuff. Let's, let's uh, you know, these kids have had a great season. They just need to come back and uh, realize they're in a heavyweight title match right now. Come out swinging. Well, there's a lot of football left to play. And, uh, you know, Panthers are going to fall behind probably 21 nothing with 6.50 left. Yep. And, you know, it's now 21-0, and, you know, the Panthers don't know what's hit them. No, they, they absolutely don't. We've trailed, I believe, at Mays. We were down by 14. We came back, and it was 14-7. We got ahead of them. We've, had, we've been behind, but we sure as heck haven't been behind by 21 in a game. It, it's been a long time. 
Well, we've always answered the bell, but uh, we have not answered the bell so far in this game. Yeah, a lot of football left, and uh, you, you definitely, you know, you, you hate to say that at this juncture of the ball game, you really got to score, but I think to go in feeling good at halftime, you need to put seven points on the board. That that's not uh, that's not a a statement that uh, is untrue. The the Panthers have to score this time, and the defense has to get a stop. And they have done neither so far in the game. But the kids are fighting hard. That's going to go deep into the end zone. So the Panthers are going to get it on the twenty again. They trail 21 nothing. Well, Doyle, who would have thought that at this part of the ball game, Blue Valley Northwest has 210 yards of offense against a good Derby defense. Panther offense has only mustered 80 yards. Yeah, that's probably about right. I mean, I'm not surprised by those figures at all. Panthers don't need to panic. They, they need to keep going. They need to get something going. Edwards is going to get thrown down for a big loss. Panthers are going to have to find some way to move the football, and I don't think it's Dylan Edwards. I think they're going to have to loosen this defense up. You've got to be able to throw the football. That time, it was just a pitch play to Dylan Edwards and Doyle. They had him guarded inside out and uh, absolutely nowhere to run. He's going to lose about four on the play. But when Blue Valley Northwest finally let go of him, I mean, they had him driven back to, to the five-yard line. Yeah, it, it's second and 14 for the Panthers. Again, they, they're going to have to loosen this defense up. There's a pass play. Way over the head of the intended receiver, Drake Thatcher. So, again, you know, the Panthers are they're, uh, they're in danger of going another three and out. Uh, you're, you're exactly right. It's third, third and long here, Doyle. We'll uh, we'll be punting into a brisk wind if we can't pick up a first down. And and what Panthers have lived off all year is good field position. You're going to hand over Blue Valley Northwest great field position. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how many first downs the Panthers have had. I don't know what those stats will tell you, but uh, they couldn't have had more than two or three uh, so far in the ball game. Back to pass, play action, being chased again as Thatcher's going to get run down at the eight-yard line. Yeah, they right now, and you hate to say that, but all the momentum right now is in Blue Valley Northwest's hands. And Doyle, the kids got to start reacting differently because right now the daubers are down. You can see it. They, they've got to bounce back from this, rely on what's gotten you here. Well, so far, that hasn't worked. <laughs> I mean <laughs> – and it looks like Cooper. And he's end zone. he's standing in his end zone, so Blue Valley's going to have Blue Valley Northwest going to have great field position. Yeah, this this the wind's going to take this one. If it if it takes a good Panther bounce, and it's going to get out maybe to the Panther forty. So again, in Panther territory, leading twenty one zero with five thirteen to go. Panthers need to put something together right now. Uh, Blue Valley Northwest has 14 first downs here with 5.13 remaining in the half. Derby just four. Again, nothing you'd expect any different because 
as of right now, Blue Valley Northwest has uh, really dominated our Panthers. There's nothing to – right now the Panthers haven't done anything to get their fans off their hands. They're sitting across the way just kind of sitting there, a lot of them stunned at what's going on. I think that's a good word. I think most of the fans at Derby are stunned right now. Back to pass. Caught. Picked up five or – man, they're going to give him five. But, it, again, he just – he just goes out there four or five yards, turns and faces the quarterback, and he just pops it up there to him. Uh, you know, that's just working that zone defense. Well, good quarterbacks make things look easy, and that's exactly what Paulie's doing right now. I mean, he's he's not missed too many passes today. They give it straight ahead to Stubblefield. He's going to get a first down inside the 30. So they're on their way again with 440 left, and they 21. You know, we talk about body motion, and right now the Panthers, we haven't seen this in a long time, but our body motion is not good at this point. Going to be first and ten. Back to pass. Now got a man over the top, and it's going to be overthrown. It's good coverage out there, but, you know, had the ball been thrown a little bit better, it may not have made any difference. So it's going to be second and 10. Again, this is four down territory. Clock stop, 419 to go. Panthers trail 21-0. Ball is the quarterback. Back pass, just a quick pass out in the flat. Caught. Two, three, four guys missed him, and he got a first down inside the 20. Yeah, we need a couple guys just to stand up and, and want to make good hits. You said we had three or four guys had a shot at him. We just didn't weren't able to bring him down. First down on the 18. So we haven't stopped Blue Valley yet. They have not. We have not got a stop. They've scored every time they've had the ball, and they're threatening again. With 3:55 left in the half, it's 21-0, and they're on the move right now. Yeah, Blue Valley Northwest in no hurry. They want this clock to run. Paulie's straight up the middle. He's going to pick up five at least. Well, again, a lot of listeners online today. Nairobi, London, Las Vegas, San Diego, Denver, Atlanta, Dallas, Oklahoma City, Chicago, Seattle, St. Paul, Minneapolis, Arlington Heights, Pagosa Springs, San Antonio. Again, lots of online listeners, as we say every week, once a Panther, always a Panther. 3.15 to go, clock moving, 21-0, and they're ta- like you had said, they're taking their time. They're letting the play clock run down below 10 seconds for every play. Back, just a quick pass over the, over the middle. It's going to be another first down inside the five. Panthers can't cover him. No, he just stretched out. He's going to be down about the three-yard line, so... Man, 2.54 remaining before half. Panthers already trailed by 21. The Blue Valley Northwest knocking on the door. Yeah, we haven't been able to, we haven't been able to play pass defense. We've had a hard time. It's just been all Blue Valley Northwest. That's, that's the way it is. There's no other way of saying it. And they're getting ready to, they're getting ready to score again with 2.54 left. They do. Have the ball first and goal on the two-yard line. 
Panthers need a break here. Polly, touchdown. 27-0. Yeah, Polly just falls into the end zone. We've got, uh, you know, again, Panthers that are, you know, at this point in the ball game seem a little bit shocked and they don't know how to react. I, I think if you're Coach Clark, you can't get into the locker room quick enough to get your troops re, uh, reorganized and, uh, you know, Derby's capable of coming back in this ball game, no doubt. Well, and, and, and sometimes, and you know, sometimes when the score is what it is, it hurts a little more, you know, so this, this is, uh, this is a surprise. I mean, I would have never in a hundred years, if you'd have told me we were fixing to go down 28, nothing in the first half, I would have, I would have bet my house. And I think the Panther getting up slow. It looks like it's Cole Mint. It I is his number exactly, but uh, looks like Mint got up slow. Uh, not his arm. It looks like he's maybe just walking a little bit gingerly. Yeah, Cole's the linebacker we had that broke his arm three or four weeks ago, and medical miracle, he come back and played a couple of games ago, and he's playing today. And I think you're right, Kevin. I think it is Cole Minton. And the extra point is good, so it's 28 nothing with 250 left. Panthers, uh, you know, they got, I think, three timeouts or two timeouts. And uh, so they've got they got time to get something going if they can just get something going. Well, sometimes when things start rolling the wrong way, you got to have something to change it. Maybe a, a, a kick return. I mean, we got to be able to put points on the board here. Joel, if you're Blue Valley Northwest, you're like a, a vulture out there waiting for its prey. There's 250 left here before half. If Derby can't get some uh, couple of first downs, they're probably going to get the ball back. And here, here's the other side of that. Blue Valley gets the ball to start the second half. And they're already ahead 28-0. And, and like I said, the Panthers have not stopped, had not, do not have a stop yet this game. The Panthers so far just haven't had any uh, ability to get anything going on on uh, offense or defense. So, you know, something's got to change momentum-wise, and let's hope uh, Coach Clark can uh, get that changed. Well, all the momentum's on the, blue, on the northwest side. There's a kick that's going to go into the end zone. Panthers are going to get it again on the 20 with still 250 because of no return. And again, again now, now Blue Valley Northwest has 250 total yards of offense. Panthers just 69 yards of offense. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, that that's uh, what we've seen, you know, we, we've seen that part. Well, of and it. what kills you on a team that's as aggressive as Blue Valley Northwest, you got to be able to throw the football. Derby has no passing yards. They pitch it out, Edwards. He's still on his feet, out to the 50, made a guy miss, and he gets down to about the 45. So Dylan Edwards has had a couple of good carries today, but the Panthers haven't taken advantage of it. Well, I think Dylan's hurt. He's down. He, and, and it looks almost like it's an upper body or let's hope not a concussion because if it's a concussion, Dylan's done. Well, we'll, we'll he's bring pointing in. to his face mask, so let's hope it's just maybe he got poked or, or something. He gets up fairly quickly, so let's hope that's all it is and he's able to continue. And he's got to come off for at least one play, but I think I'm not sure. He's not walking that steady, I don't think. So hopefully it wasn't. Yeah, because you're right. If, if, it's, if it's a concussion, he's, he's done. Hubbard will take over. That was a nice run by Dylan. He was just fighting and 
you know, he's a kid that's not going to give up, and he's an inspirational leader, but uh, he went down hard. First and 10 Panthers on the Blue Valley 46. Panthers show motion, and they give it to Hubbard, who gets blasted. I mean, he got torpedoed. Uh, Blue Valley Northwest came through that time, and that was as violent, uh, legally violent as a hit as we've seen in a while. He just absolutely bulldozed. Uh, again, Hubbard. somebody somebody had to miss an assignment because he, he wasn't even touched. And there, there's a penalty on the play. I'm sure it'll be against the Panthers because everything is gone yeah, Blue Valley's way. And, and Derby's, they're, well, they're kind of point towards Blue Valley. Let's see. But the uh, flag came down very quickly. Yeah, I, I don't see it. False start on the Panthers. Yeah, yeah I, I was laughing because one of the guys, uh, you figured it was against Derby, and then you look at one of them's pointing over towards Blue Valley Northwest, and unfortunately, uh, and, and it's five yards back against Derby. 28 zip. Northwest is leading your Panthers. Well, it's a linebacker that made that hit on Hubbard, and you're right, he's blitzing, and no one's picking him up. Just like the same guy there. It was the same guy. Well, it was a different a guy, different but it was one. a line linebacker. And they, they came in. Mercer went back to throw the football. He sacked again. Right now, their defense is just eating our uh, – and I never thought I'd say that this year, but they're eating our offense up. Yeah, it's it's uh, we've got a long ways to go on third down. We're all the way back to our 41. This, this uh, series started on the 46 of Blue Valley Northwest. Uh, there's a minute, minute ten left here in the in the first half. You definitely don't want to give Blue Valley Northwest any opportunities with the football. And Edwards is back in the ball game. Panthers now call a timeout. Well, probably a pretty good timeout. Yeah, the, the troops just need to they need to settle down. I, I just they just haven't they've just been on the edge. It seems like the whole game, you know. Well, we, we, we sure aren't seeing the, the, the derby football team that we're accustomed to. Nothing seemed to click. However, good teams sometimes make you look that way. And this uh, Blue Valley Northwest had a lot coming into this ball game. I don't think anyone in the state, other than the players at Blue Valley Northwest, uh, thought they had a chance. And they came in, and uh, so far they've uh, definitely been the one to answer the bell. Well, the hit on Hubbard, you know, we had to miss an assignment there. Then the hit on the quarterback, we had to miss an assignment there. They're in there too quick. They're not, they're, they're not, they're not invisible, you know, but they're in there too quick. So they must have a pretty good game plan. And it's, uh, you know, it's working to perfection for them right now. Third and very long for the Panthers. They trail 28-0, back to pass, trying to hit a little screen, and it's incomplete. Just two guys in. Well, on those screen plays, you brush block. We talk about it all the time. You just kind of brush block. You give your quarterback enough time to hit the screen pass. They were through so quick. I don't think we brushed anybody, and they were uh, in the backfield. We just never had a chance. These two guys – those two tackles have been have been killing us all the whole game. The same two guys have been clogging the middle. They put a lot of pressure on. We haven't been able to we haven't been able to block them. 
It's fourth down. And it's a pretty good kick, but it's going to come down at about the 30. And it's going to be 40 seconds left. Panthers trail 28-0, and Blue Valley's going to have the ball. You know, Panthers are going to have to play some pass defense because I'm sure Blue Valley's going to go for the throat on this one. Well, you know, if you're Polly, you've got the arm to throw the ball downfield. You've got a brisk wind behind your back. Uh, you betcha. I, I, I don't think you're going to just rest on the football here. I think you at least try, you know, maybe first, second down and see what happens. Well, they've been able to pass against the Panthers. That's that's for sure. They've been able to run against the Panthers. But they've been able to pass fairly easy. Back to pass, just out in the flat, caught. Falls down after about a three- or a four-yard gain. Clock's still moving, 30 seconds left in the first half. Panthers trail this one big, 28-0. Well, they're letting the clock run quite a bit. I'm surprised here because uh, I understand that their kicker has a pretty good leg as well. No hurry at all. This could be the last play of the first half. And it, it doesn't look like they're going to even do anything. They're just standing there letting the clock. Blue Valley Northwest is going to go in at halftime leading by four scores. And I don't, I don't know if you could have drew it, drew it up any better. If you were Blue Valley North West. No, no, there's no question about it. I think everybody here is a little stunned right now. At least uh, as you look at the Derby side, you know that they're stunned. And uh, you got to go in at halftime if you're Coach Clark and uh, reevaluate, get these guys, get some momentum back on the side and tell the kids, hey, you know, we maybe we haven't been in a, at a ball game like this where we've been down by 28, but nothing that we can't overcome. Well, you, you know, you got you got to start off and get a stop is what you got to do. And, and, and Blue Valley is going to get the ball to start the second half. So we definitely need a stop and kind of kind of slow their momentum. And it, it's going to be very interesting to see how we come out in the second half if we go in at halftime. <laughs> Coach has got them here on the field. Blue Valley's already in their locker room. And uh, we haven't left the 45-yard line yet on our side of the field. So uh, – you know, it's going to be interesting with trailing by 28-0. And, you know, I, I I guess I think the fans are stunned. I'm stunned. You know, there's a lot of people that, that aren't believing what we're seeing. Well, and, and it's where you're at right now. And I think Coach Clark, I, no one better I'd like to have in the locker room than Coach Clark right now to reorganize these guys, get them back in, into this ball game. And, and what you got to do is got to come out here in the second half and, and make a couple of stops and put points on the board. Well, yeah, you got you got to make at least – the first stop, you don't want to let those guys just kind of run it down their throat, your throat like they've done so far. But, uh, you know, you got to come into the game into halftime and uh, get some things going. And I'm sure the Panthers will definitely try to do that. Uh, trailing 28-0, it's not a it's not a big hill to climb, but it's 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 a bit of a hill. Oh, it, there's no question about it. And Derby did this. This isn't why anybody anticipated being. Uh, behind by 28, but, uh, you know, Blue Valley Northwest uh, scored 28. We can do the same in the second oh, half. There's no doubt about it. We can, we can do – if they can do it, we can do it. But, uh, you know, it's just – we just have to get it going. And, you know, that that's the big thing, just get it going. Panthers trail 28-0 at halftime. This is Panther football on Live 105, 80 KQ, 105.9 
FM. We'll be back. KQLP Derby, Wichita, 105.9 FM, and worldwide at Alive105KDKQ.com. Derby Overhead offers a wide range of garage door services and is located at 3019 North Oliver in Derby. To set up an appointment, they can be reached at 788-8889 or at derbyoverhead.com. Derby Overhead is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football. Since 1946, Riverside Cafe has been providing hot breakfast all day, every day at all three locations. Riverside Cafe of Derby is conveniently located right off of K-15 in the El Paso Shopping Center, 824 North Baltimore Avenue. Menus and daily specials can be found at their website, RiversideCafeWichita.com. For more information, they can be reached at 425-0057. Johnson & Company was founded in 1983, offering a full range of accounting services while giving you the individual attention that you need. They are located at 325 East Madison and can be reached at 788-0555. Johnson & Company is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Live 105 and Derby Panther Football. Radio Shack, located at 707 North Baltimore, has been in business since 1991, specializing in electronic parts, computer supplies, indoor and outdoor television antennas, weather scanners, and ham radio supplies. They are open from 9 to 6, Monday through Friday, and Saturdays 9 till 4. They can be reached at 788-4225. Radio Shack in Derby, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football. It's football season. You know what that means? Cold weather is right around the corner. MJB Heating and Cooling has been locally owned in Derby since 1984. They offer system servicing, furnace cleaning, and new energy efficient units. MJB Heating and Cooling can be reached at 316-788-4884. And their website is hjbhvac.com. Proud sponsors of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Programming on Alive 105 is in part made possible by Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas, located at 1033 North Rock Road in Derby, providing estate planning and probate services, as well as assistance with long-term care planning and preservation of assets. Our thanks to Elder Law of Kansas, 777-1186. Proud supporters of Derby Panther Football. Since 1970, Wilhite Automotive has been servicing vehicles at Derby, Kansas. They offer services like oil change, air conditioning, transmission services, and much more. Located at 200 West Washington Street in Derby and can be reached at 788-0514. Wilhite Automotive is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Fisher Media Company offers video, audio, graphic, and web services for churches and businesses alike. Fisher Media is a strong believer in Alive 105's mission and strategy on being a light to Derby, Kansas, and the surrounding areas. Fisher Media is a proud partner of Alive 105 and a sponsor of Derby Panther Football. Derby Nutrition is conveniently located right off of K-15 in Derby, serving healthy meal smoothies, high-quality protein, clean energy drinks, teas, and protein coffee. Derby Nutrition is located at 200 North Baltimore and can be reached at 260-5557. And on their Facebook page, Derby Nutrition and Energy. Derby Nutrition, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Well, we're back at uh, Emporia where the Panthers trail. I don't want to say big, but they trail 28-0 at halftime. And uh, both teams are in the... uh, Locker room talking about their strategies for the next half. And uh, right now the Panthers have a special guest up here to talk to. 
young man that played linebacker for us for a few years, Jack Heilman. Well, Jack, we're glad that uh, you could come up here. Uh, you know, you, uh, I know you've been down on the sidelines a little bit. I don't think anyone here in, uh, in town can believe what's going on. Uh, what's the feel down on the sidelines right now? Uh, well, it's nothing. We've seen a little bit similar like this, especially last year with two losses. But, you know, I've never seen them down this bad. Body language is not great, but I think there's coaches in the locker room that can definitely pick them back up. So right now in the locker room, I'm sure, who, who's, who are the guys that are going to take charge? Uh, I hope the seniors, but Clark, pa, uh, Coach Pontius, we call him Poncho, Retrick, and a lot of – there's some – Olmstead will definitely get them fired up too. Well, that's awesome. Jack, I know, as you said, you, you, you want to come – state championships here with the Panthers and, and you had a really good career here and then you went on you're at uh, Fort Hayes now talk to us a little bit about how football's going this year and what, uh, what how you're doing uh, it's pretty good there uh, it's not crazy Mike we went five and six this year didn't really make a postseason game but I just redshirted this year uh, worked out as much as I could helped the varsity as much as I could with scout team and everything uh, there's 30 of us freshmen up there and we're ready for the future at Fort Hayes well what and you know, we always like to ask guys what the difference is between, you know, playing a high school football team on a team. We always say Derby's kind of like a small college football town here, but talk to us a little bit about the difference between making that next step to, to a small college. I think Derby's pretty much the closest you can get to college football at high school. It's just like a job up there. It's just uh, more intense. Everything is on demand. It's a little more stressful at the college level, and they expect a lot of you. So how much of your time is – you know, difference between practices and that, uh, how much more of your time's taken up at a college with practice schedules, film sessions and all? Uh, I feel like at college it's, I mean, they very much uh, expect great academics, but I feel like it's always football first and make sure you have your academics with it. Whereas high school, I always felt it was school. And then, yeah, you have football to have fun with it at the at high school. But at college, it's definitely a lot more about you're there to play football. This is your job. Right. No, no question. And I, I mentioned you've been down on the sidelines with the team. And one of the things we always talk about is once a Panther, always a Panther. What's it mean to you to be able to come back and be out on the sidelines amongst all these guys? It means a lot. I'm glad I get to come down here and experience it with a, a bunch of underclassmen that I know played their butts off for me in the past couple of years. And I'm glad they get to have their step as seniors, especially. And I'm, even though it's not the result right now, uh, they get their chance in the state game. But I don't know. Like I said, when you go to to uh, off to college, I know I've heard other guys say, "Man, you come from Derby, and these guys are always looking at you and and, and giving making their special comments." Do you feel any of these guys uh, how they treat you, knowing they came from a program like Derby? I definitely got some flack from it. But a bunch of guys from uh, teams we played last year, even. But in the end of the day, if you once you prove yourself to them that you earned it, they I'm buddies with a lot of them right now, and yeah, we still give each other flack, but you got to earn the respect from everyone. So now that you're there, you mentioned your red shirt. Do you feel like that red shirt's going to be a big role for you? And what position are you going to continue to play, and what's the future look like? Yeah, Fort Hayes, they pretty much redshirt every freshman they have, get as many years of experience as they can. And by the time we're seniors, we're, we'll have five, almost six years under our belt. So we should be very experienced in there, and I should have a lot more snaps under my belt than other people that don't get a red shirt. Uh, that, I think that's always an important part to, to mature in. And I know you brought Colson Searing up here with you today, too. And I had to have to chuckle uh, Colson standing here. But, you know, he walked up with uh, 
with three state championship rings on his hands. And these things are, I, I don't know that Doyle and I can put them in our bag and carry them out of here. They're, uh, they're quite impressive. And, you know, again, you guys are both just an example of Derby football and what the, what the community does, what you guys both did to the program is amazing. And man, get down there on the field and, and get these guys pumped back up. Yes, sir. Well, again, that was uh, Jack Heilman that took a little bit of time to come out and visit with us as well as, uh, Colson Searing and, uh, Guys, uh, we were really glad to have you. Well, the Panthers trail in this one, 28-0. We're uh, 10 and a half minutes away from uh, the obligatory three-minute warm-up, so we're probably 13 minutes away from the start of the second half. Again, Panthers trail 28-0, which has got a lot of people shocked, myself included. This is Panther football. On a live 105, 105.9 FM, KDKQ, we'll be back. For the past 16 years, Artistic Builders has offered home building in Derby and the surrounding area. Artistic Builders offer different plans to make your dream home come true. They can be reached at 650-7536 or on their website, artistic.builders. Artistic Builders is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football. You'll bring Derby home every week with the Derby Informer. Celebrating 20 years as Derby's hometown newspaper and always proud supporters of all Derby high school athletics and activities. If it's Derby news, you'll know it. Lawn got you down? Diamondback Total Lawn Care offers services for all your lawn needs. They can be reached at 573-2267 or on their Facebook page, Diamondback Total Lawn Care. Diamondback Total Lawn Care is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football. Since 1985, d Service Center has provided motorists in the Derby area with auto repair services that include engine maintenance, heating and air conditioning, battery service, tires, and wheel alignment. Located at 722 North Baltimore, on the corner of K-15 and Burton and Derby, they can get you back on the road with quality and timely repair. More information on services that DNB Service Center has to offer can be seen at dnbservicecenter.com or they can be reached at 788-1641 between 8 a.m. and 6 p.m. Monday through Friday. DNB Service Center is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. For nearly 45 years, Confederated Builders Incorporated has been serving the Derby area and other communities all over the United States. Confederated Builders is a general contractor specializing in restaurants and light commercial building projects. They're located at 503 North Buckner in Derby and can be reached at 788-3701. Confederated Builders Incorporated, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. We'd like to thank DNM Mechanical for their support of Friday Night Derby Panther Football on Alive 105. Locally owned and operated heating and cooling experts with over 50 years experience in commercial and residential service, installation, and indoor air quality. They offer 24-7 emergency service with their main goal to provide you with outstanding heating and cooling products from filters to complete system upgrades. Their motto is honesty, integrity, respect. DNM Mechanical, located in Derby at 2300 North Nelson Drive. They can be reached 24-7 at 712-4025. More information can be seen on their website, dnmmechanicals.com. Paz Photography specializes in family and senior portraits. Past photo sessions and more information can be found on their Facebook page, Paz Photography, or they can be reached at 631-5417. Paz Photography. 
a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther football. Trips to the bank are now optional. At Fidelity Bank, we offer a wide range of options, including next-level digital banking. Manage your money when and where you want, from traditional in-person service to a totally online experience. We stand ready to serve by giving you the tools to control your finances your way from anywhere. Together, we move bravely onward. Serving the Derby area since 1976, Shelton Collision is here for all your repair needs. Shelton Collision offers paintless repair, body and mechanical work, along with rental cars and towing services. Located at 325 West Patriot in Derby, Shelton Collision is there to help you through any accident-related repairs. Shelton Collision is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Build Station Dinosaurs is a prehistoric experience featuring over 40 life-size, moving, and realistic dinosaurs that's thrilling, educational, and fun for the family. This September, sleep under the stars with Cretaceous Camping, Fridays and Saturdays. More information on their website, kansasdinos.com. Build Station Dinosaurs is located on the north side of Derby at 2999 North Rock Road. Build Station Dinosaurs is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Well, we're back in Emporia where, you know, we're still probably six or seven minutes away from the start of the second half. Uh, Panthers trail this with 28-0, and we're hoping that uh, we can get some things going. We may have to, we may have to uh, put it, get out of our bag and uh, uh, different plans to get back in this ballgame, but the main thing we need to do is Blue Valley Northwest. Well, as, as Jack Hallman said uh, at the break, you know, if anybody can coach them up, it's going to be our coaching staff, and I'm sure it's uh, pretty loud in that locker room right now with these guys trying to get us back motivated and come back up with a game plan that, that maybe works against uh, this very uh, offense that we're facing right now. Do we have a couple of uh, area scores uh today that uh, are of interest to several people. I think the big one is Mill Valley leads 14-0 against Mays at half. Again, Joel, Coach Joel Appleby is Mill Valley, and uh, you know he's uh, really turned that program around. Olpe 21, Inman 6 at half. Um, Rossville 21, Beloit 6 at half. Uh, and Sprontiac 18-0 at half. And me 14. Those are all in state championship games today. Yeah, you gave scores on all of them, but Andover Central yeah, had no score on Andover Central. Yeah, you gave them, so whoever's giving you those scores is doing a good job. Well, let's go ahead and get into the halftime stat for the Panthers uh, in this ball game. First down, Blue Valley Northwest, we've been met for 17 5. Net yards rushing, Panthers just 95 on 20 carries. Blue Valley Northwest, 19. Carries for 87 yards. Here's the one that just killing the Panthers today. Passing yards. Derby at half zero. Blue Valley Northwest 158. Well, you know, it, it, if we remember right, uh, the, probably a, a big part of the reason we don't have any passing yards is is uh, Mercer Thatcher's had no time to set up and throw the football. Uh, the Blue Valley. It's almost like they're trying to run us. Derby's trying to run a screen on every play because. Uh, They've been in his face and harassed the whole game. Well, no question about that. Total yardage, uh, as we said right before break, late blew out north, 255 yards. I would never thought that 
Panthers 95 yards of offense in the first half. Well, yeah, and, and I mean, I'm not I'm not surprised with those numbers at all because we've watched the first half and, and Panthers really haven't done much on offense. Again, uh, Blue Valley's just been all over them defensively. Now, time of possession, Blue Valley, 14 minutes per second. Panthers, 9 minutes and 56 seconds. In the rushing department, Dylan touches 102 yards, getting no touchdowns. Derek Hubbard, one touch for minus one yards. Mercer Thatcher, six touches for minus six yards. And in the air, Thatcher, 0 for 4 passing yards. For Blue Valley Northwest, Michael Pauley, 13 touches, 85 yards on the ground and three touchdowns in the air. He's 12 for 18, 158 yards and a touchdown. Again, well, right now, the game is. Michael Pauley is just running all over this Panther defense. Well, yeah, and, and he's doing a good job passing too. He's he's hitting the quick outs and the, the you know his receivers are they're finding the the hole in the zone and they're just turning around setting up there and he's able to find them and hit them and uh, he he's he's been you know Pauley's been the big difference because Stubblefield hadn't done it. Uh, he he's probably only got less than ten yards rushing, but uh, Pauley's been the man passing and rushing. Well, you know, red zone chances. Blue Valley Northwest, four for four. The Panthers, oh, bro. I mean, we haven't even, I think the closest we got was a 30-yard line, and that guy fizzled out. So, you know, you got to start putting the ball closer to the end zone. And I think, you know, Blue Valley Northwest comes out with the ball here in the second half. Panthers got to stop them and immediately put points on the board. Well, there's no doubt about it. That, that's, that's the key. You know, if the Panthers can stop them, well, they got to stop them four times and score each time they stop them. They can get back into this ball game, but uh, you know, and it's not impossible. And you know that they, you know, that'll that'll get their fans going a little bit. Our fans going because right now they've been kind of sitting on their hands for the whole first half. Our fans and uh, Blue Valley Northwest is just they're having a good time out there. Well, and again, the, the things you don't like to see is that you've allowed a team. You know, the 255 yards of total offense isn't that huge in the first half. What is huge is that we've only netted 95 yards. And, you know, as I always say, you know, you like to look at the scoreboard for the telltale. Well, right now, when you look at the scoreboard, it shows Blue Valley Northwest up 28 to zero on our Panthers. Well, again, Panthers are very slow getting out of the locker room. You got to assume that there's a lot to cover. Usually Derby's out very early. Panthers have yet to, to come out. So I'm sure there's a lot of emotion, a lot of things going on in there, a lot of schemes being changed and, uh, Again, if, you, if there's any coaching staff in the state of Kansas you'd like to have making those adjustments, it would be the Panther coaches. Well, and, and uh, you know, the Panthers, uh, they just did, right when you were saying, talking about them coming out, they started coming out of the locker room. They're out of the locker room. They get the three-minute uh, warm-up time, and, uh, you know, then we'll be ready to go in the second half. It's, uh, you know, it's going to be quite a quite a half for the Panthers, maybe the best Maybe the best half they've ever had to play. Well, they'll definitely have to uh, come out uh, on fire. Well, we got a couple of interesting stats that you uh, came up with before we got here today, and it's just uh, team stats, uh, individual stats for the season. And you look at guys like Dylan Edward. Again, people understand that Derby didn't have a first game, so we're one game shy of most of the state. And uh, Dylan Edwards, just 182 carries on the season, 2,431 yards total. That's it, right at a 13.3 yard per carry average. Yeah, and that's that's unbelievable. Uh, and 
you know, he's going to get probably another hundred today, but, uh, you know, that, that that's unbelievable. He's got that. And, and he only played probably, I don't know how many games did he set out the second half or the, the, the second quarter for the rest of the game, a ton. So how many could he have if he'd have played, you know, all 12 games or all 11 games? Oh, no, no question about it. Mercer Thatcher has uh, 769 yards on the season. And Derek Hope, Hubbard, 405, no, 4,011 yards rushing for the Panthers uh, this season. Yeah, man, I'll tell you what, that may be the season stats, but by golly, they've been held to not much today. So, uh, you know, but that can that can all change in the second half. Well, and it's going to have to change for the Panthers for them to have success. You know, I look out, and as we said, Derby's now out warming up on the field. You know, you, you just got to hope there's a little more pep in that staff. And, you know, I, I think if you're Coach Clark, you can sell out on things. Now, at this part of the ball game, you got to make things happen. So, you know, it, you, you got to dig deep into that magic bag and pull out every trick you have and do whatever you can. And for the seniors, you know, those guys, I think the talk is, guys, you might as well give it all. I don't care if you have a little ankle injury or whatever it is. Suck it up because this is, could be the last two quarters football you'll ever play yeah the kids are you know i'm sure the coaches have done what they can to change this around i'm sure they've changed their i'm sure they've changed their scheme somewhat but uh, the key is going to be can they stop blue valley northwest and force them to punt they have had no luck doing that so far and uh, their ability to do that in the second half is going to be whether or not we go out of here with our fourth state championship or not, they've got to be able to stop Blue Valley Northwest at least on three possessions. Well, it's a good teaching moment, too. Life's full of adversity. I mean, you're going to have times you're up and times you're down. And for the Panthers, this is, uh, you, you really got to rise above this thing. And you, you've been thrown some adversity, you've been thrown some things you didn't expect. So now let's see what kind of, kind of individual person you are. Yeah, and that, that's exactly what it's all about. Uh, this this is kind of a life lesson thing here, and I'm sure the kids are going to come out and play well in the second half, and uh, we'll we'll be finding out here pretty quick. Simmons will be kicking off to start the second half. Looks like deep is uh, Josh Cusick on one side of the field, and I can't see who's on the other side near side. Is Josh Cusick. And it looks like Jason White is on the far side of the field. So we're ready to go. Panthers trail 28 0. Here we go. High end over end kick coming down in the end zone, and it's going to be out to the 20 yard line. High school football, once you step into the end zone, he caught it really uh, right inside the took a step back minute he did the officials blew him dead yeah he, he i think he knew that he was he was wanting to take it out but i think the official blew the whistle pretty quickly yeah we'll see uh how the panther defense lines up right now uh what adjustments were made well i'm sure they made some adjustments and balls on the ground and they finally get Pauly for a loss. Good job by the Panther defense to start. Well, Blue Valley Northwest came out with trips to the far side, and or the near side, excuse me, and a, and a stack trip formation 
Pollock never got his hands really on the football, and fortunately for the Panthers, uh, they are able to throw him for a big loss. It's going to be seven yards. Yeah, it's going to be second and seventeen, and I'm sure it'll be a pass play. I, I can't imagine these guys are. Panthers are going to have to play good pass defense the second half. Back to pass. Out in the flat. And it looks like it was caught, but for only a couple of yard gain. So it's going to be, I guess, third down and third and long. Panthers, good, good position to have them in right now. Panthers have had him in that position six times. And they're looking at the sidelines right now, getting a play called. Stubblefield and Polly are having a bit of a conversation. Panthers trail 28-0. Back to pass. Now taking the ball up the middle. It's Pauly, and he's going to get hit and dropped for a loss. So the Panthers get their first stop of the game, and they're going to get the ball back with a punt into the win. Well, and that's exactly how the Panthers needed to come out with a lot of momentum, and uh, and that's just what they did. Pauly got up pretty slow after the play. The Panthers were all over him. He's probably their punter, too. He's he, he does a little bit of everything, I would imagine. That's what good athletes do, and he's obviously a good athlete. It's going to have to be one of those quick kicks because he's not very deep. It's going to take a great Blue Valley bounce down to about the 40-yard line of the Panthers. So the Panthers get their first stop of the ball game. They trail 28-0 with 9.45. They had the ball They had the ball over two minutes in three downs. So. Well, Dolan, you look over, and, and the momentum, the, the Derby Panthers look to be way more emotional on the sideline on both offense. The defense came out. There's a lot of – a lot of going, things going on, so let's hope the offense comes out fired up as well. Thatcher and Edwards in the backfield. They give it to Edwards. He finds a bit of a crease, still on his feet, and gets out for a first down into, just barely into Blue Valley Northwest Territory. Now Dylan Edwards you know, is able to uh, pick up good yardage on the opening play, and Panther offense gave him a hole to run through. Going to be second and short. He needed to get to the 51. He's, excuse me, the 49. He's on about the 49 and a half. Again, Edwards makes a guy miss, and then he slips and falls. It's going to be third and three. Yeah, and it looked like Dylan was going to find a bit of a running lane, but uh, as you said, he kind of slipped uh, as he made his cutback. So third and short. Third and two, it looked like three, but they gave him a spot to the Panther 49. They got to get to the Blue Valley 49. First down should be a first down. Barely, but I I think you're right. It should be just enough to move the sticks as Dylan Edwards knew where he had to get to. Doyle, that that was a big first down play for the Panthers. Yeah, especially after being second down and about a football length. And then all of a sudden you're third down and two. But that was a big first down. Panthers have to score and score fairly quickly. Thatcher, and he gets maybe a couple of yards, and that's about it. They've been all over Mercer, too. He's been unable to run today. 
it almost looked like a design Mercer Thatcher run because, you know, instead of, of reading and getting ready to pitch the ball, he tucked the ball under his arm quickly. You know, if you're a defense, the minute he does that, you know that you can kind of take Dylan Edwards out of the play and you can just go after 15. Panthers need to, again, I, I'm with you, they need to show a little bit of emergency uh, between plays. They trail 28-0. Edwards finds a bit of a crease. Now I'm going to say he's going to be three, maybe four yards short on third down. Oh, if you're Blue Valley Northwest, you're, you're content. Even if the Panthers go down and score, you got a 28-point lead. You're you're pretty content with them eating up clock and saying, hey, you know, they scored, but it took them five minutes. Third and four. Again, Edwards going to be close to the first down. I'm going to say they're going to mark him a half yard short. Well, the Panthers came out, and you know, you kind of wondered, are they going to come out and change their game plan? I think what they've come out and said is, we're going to do what got us here, and that's Dylan Edwards weren't running the football. It's fourth down and short. So, big call for the Panthers. They trail 28 0. Edwards is going to is in the backfield with Thatcher. Straight direct snap to Edwards. He's going to get. I'm pretty sure he's going to get the first down. It should be. It's. I mean, it's. Uh, we'll see if they even bother to measure because it is really close. The line judge passed the sticks. He's, uh, it's hard. Yeah. It's. I, I think they're going to measure. Well, it's. Let's see. Well, I, I think it's a first down. Ah, good. White hat motions. First down, they all three huddled up and looked over at the sticks. And, you know, that was a wildcat formation. It was a late when they let Mercer Thatcher run up and down the side like he was going to take a drag. It goes right back to Dylan Edwards. He gets enough for the first. Panthers need a big play here. Thatcher, this time he finds a bit of a crease. 20, 15, he's going to score. Wow, Dylan did, or Mercer did a great job that time of, of, of holding the pitch a long time and making everyone think it might go back to Dylan. Instead, he finds a seam and runs down the side. Yeah, and, and we got to give a little credit to our wide receivers. They did a good job blocking, making that alley so Mercer could run, and Mercer did a good job of taking it into the end zone. Extra point is good. Wow, that's a hard one to describe, except uh, Thatcher dropped it, and it went to the ground, and uh, Simmons just stood there while he set it back up and then just kicked it. Well, and Simmons had just enough leg because he was stopped dead in his tracks, and when the ball finally got down, he swung his leg at it, and you and I both were staring at each other. The ball barely got over the goalpost, but it did. Tonight's broadcast of Derby Football. Panther football on Live 105, KDKQ, 105.9 FM, is sponsored in part by these great local Derby businessmen. Businesses, the Derby Recreation Center, Confederated Builders, Derby Junior Football, the Derby Informer, Derby Public Library, Paws Photography by Kelsey Lockie, Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas, Derby Overhead, Diamondback Total Lawn Care, Fidelity Bank, Derby Nutrition, and Fisher Media. The next time you visit one of these Panther football sponsors, let them know you heard their ad on Live 105 during the Panther football broadcast. Well, I did get a uh, update that Andover Central 14, St. James 14 at half. It's 28-7 here. Panthers just scored. Uh, 
they got their first stop of the game uh, early in the third quarter, and then they took it down from their 40 into the end zone for a score. So oh, Panthers blows off the tee. Panthers need another stop. They need to get one more stop here, maybe two more. High and end over end is going to come down in the end zone. So they'll get it. They being Northwest will get it at the 20 yard line. Panthers trail 28 7. Well, I think, you know, the defense came out. They did their job for the first time today. They stopped Blue Valley Northwest. So now you got to have another step. You just got to crawl back into this ball game. Still 626 remaining here in the third. Yeah, there, there, there's a lot of ball game left to play. So it's going to be first and 10 from the 20. Far hash. Again, Polly's the quarterbacks. Double field is in the backfield with him. Twins to both sides of the field. Back to pass. Just a quick pass out in the flat. Caught. First and more out nearly to the 40-yard line. Well, and that's what you do when you start feeling the heat. Derby was starting to put the heat back on Polly. You look out. You hit those quick hitters. That time he hit a hit his receiver out in the flat and uh, picked up his first down yardage. Yeah, it's out to 30. Well, he picked up, I believe, 17 yards on first down. So, Anthony play a little bit tighter coverage because he's hitting guys that are wide open. They're just sitting down in the zone or, or getting out in the flat. we got to be a little closer. Stubblefield goes in motion. Polly, he's going to pick up a couple. And the officials should have stopped that a long time ago. And well, just as you'd said, that Panther corners had come up into press coverage. And I think, uh, you know, again, very well coached Blue Valley Northwest team. They, I think they see things and they, uh, when Panthers came up in coverage, all they tried to take it up the middle. Well, they picked up three. And again, they're, they're taking their time. They're letting, letting time run out. They know the clock's in their favor right now. Back to pass, pressured, made two guys miss, first down. Wow, and again, that was a hard one to describe. We had pressure all over him. He reverse pivoted from the backfield after, and everyone in the world would think, hey, when a quarterback does that, he's dead meat. Instead, he comes out, picks up enough yards for first down. Joel, he's a very good quarterback. Yes, uh, we again, he's, he's broke a couple of our players' ankles more than once. Because we sure aren't having an easy time stopping him. Again, Stubblefield, he picks up a couple maybe. Uh, if, if he gets a lucky spot, he'll pick up three. So going to be second down. Again, Polly's the one. I mean, he's he's the guy you got to – and I don't know how you concentrate on him. Well, up until now, Stubblefield, who was their stud, he's only got 12 rushing yards. And uh, you go Polly, who's got 80. Yeah, and he just got 11 or 12 on that last run, and that hurt us. And Dole, all I can say is Paulie must be one heck of a baseball player because I, I really believe he's the type of kid could go Division One at, at quarterback. And again, back to pass. Just got a guy out in the flat, first down. 
inside the Panther 40. Yeah, just a well-executed play. And uh, just what you don't want to see is you don't want to see Blue Valley Northwest put together a drive, and that's just what they're doing here. Yeah, we've, we've, I, I don't, you know, I keep saying we got to get more pressure on him. We're getting pressure on him. It's just he's hitting wide open receivers. And he's just, he's just floating the ball out a lot oh, of times. He's a very good quarterback. You can tell he's, uh, he's very used to this system. He keeps it, gets to the outside, gets hit at about the 30, but he still picks up seven or eight, seven on first down. So it's second and three. Well, go good to see Cole Minton's back in the ball game right before half. He, he kind of went off hobbling, but uh, he's back playing. Second and three. Yeah, they're they're just letting they're going to let I bet they let another 10 12 seconds run off the play clock cuz they're not in any hurry. Oh, good coach. That's just that's just good strategy. They give it to Stubblefield. First down. Down about the Panther 25. Well, that's, uh, as we said, that's what you don't, don't want to do, isn't it? You know, you don't also, you don't want to let them have a long, sustained drive that's eating the clock up. When this ball snapped, we're going to be down close to the three and a half. 28 to seven, and they are threatening to put another one up on the Panther defense. Panthers need to make something happen. Again, it's Pauly. He finds a crease, makes a guy miss, and he gets inside the 15 or inside the 15 to about the 13. Another first down. That was all Pauly. Uh, no question, this kid, uh, as we said, uh, we're comparing him to all the different quarterbacks. And he's, uh, he's got speed. He's got size. Uh, maybe not quite as shifty as Avery Johnson, but, man, he's elusive. No question. And Panthers get us a bit of a break. It looks like uh, Northwest jumped offside, so that moves it back to the almost to the 20, about the 19. Yeah, the big story of the game, really, at that, you know, so far is the inability for Derby to be able to throw. First and long. Pauly again gets to the outside. Touchdown. That was easy. You know, and, and you hate to say that, but Pauly, once he found a, an open lane to run through, we had some Panthers that didn't even uh, really try to uh, get in there and make a stop. I mean, he got to about the five, and it was like, oh, well, he's going to score. And, I, you know, I – Everybody knows I'm as big a Derby fan as there is, but my goodness, you don't ever give up. That uh, again, one of those life lessons. It doesn't matter how deep the hole, keep fighting. Well, and again, that that particular run by Polly was all Polly. I mean, he made he made a couple of moves, and he's done what he's done 
to us all day, made a couple guys miss, and that's all she wrote. As I said, he's got to be a – I understand he's a, a pitcher in baseball, and he must be pretty special because uh, watching him out here, uh, you know, with his size and ability to run, throw, and get out of trouble, you'd think he uh, probably has had some, some pretty good looks in football as well. The Panthers need to put another score up, hopefully before half if they can. Uh, get back in this thing. Don't don't get your daubers down, and I don't think anybody has. They're still they're still giving it everything they have. It's just today anyway. Northwest so far is just outplaying them. I mean that you got to call it what it is. They're ready to kick off. It looks like uh, Hubbard and. Edwards are back deep. And it's just a little pooch kick coming down to Hubbard. The 30. Still on his feet. 40, 45. Now it's a foot race. He's going to get down to about the 32-yard line. So good return by Derek Hubbard. Well, that's, again, what Derby needs. Good position, but you're going to have to be able to strike fairly quick. Well, Michael Pauley now uh, 127 yards rushing. Four touchdowns. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not surprised about those numbers. Uh, you know, he's had a pretty easy day running the football against the Panthers. I think they've only stopped him for under five yards a couple of times. He's also counted for 186 yards throwing the football. So, pretty good day by uh, Mikey Pauley. Is that like over 300 yards total offense for him? That's a pretty good day. They pitch it out to Edwards. And what happened on that play is is our outside receiver give up on his block, and that's the guy who made the tackle. Well, very, very aggressive defense, which Coach Clark talked about. He said these guys, uh, you know, they work downhill very well. The linebackers are aggressive. We talk about the safeties, how fast they played the run, and they've done all of that today. And Thatcher makes a little bit of a spin move, and I think he's going to get the first down inside the 25 at about the 20, 21 or 22 with 225 left. Well, similar play to the one that he scored on is, you know, they're they're kind of really selling out on Dylan Edwards allows Mr. Thatcher to cut up field. Edwards made a couple guys miss. Inside the 10, down to about the 7, so it's going to be a first down for the Panthers. Uh, Doyle, you look at Dylan Edwards still having a pretty good ball game. He's well over 100 yards, but how important would it be if we were mixing in the pass where they couldn't play him so tight? They pitched it out to Edwards. He made a couple guys miss. He fights his way down inside the 5 to about the 4 and a yeah, three-and-a-half, four-yard line. So it's going to be second and goal from there. As we said, Edwards uh, has over 130 yards rushing in this ball game. These After halftime, it's been all Dylan Edwards. They're just uh, letting him fight for yards. Minute 34 left. Oh, and that I don't know what that play was supposed to be, but it just cost the Panthers five yards. Yeah, it looked like a totally busted play as Mercer Thatcher turned around and uh, – Blue Valley Northwest was all over him, so big loss. Yeah, I, I don't know. They're, 
I mean, he didn't have a chance to react. So evidently that front three is pretty hard for our guys to handle. And thrown for another loss is Mercer Thatcher. These guys are playing the run very, very well. Well, Doyle, what that is, that's what we talk about every week, a hat on a hat. That time Mercer Thatcher was going to be an option play. There was nowhere for him to go. They had Dylan Edwards cut, covered up, and I think Mercer tried to ad-lib and make something happen. There's nowhere to run. There was no. Now it's fourth and goal from the 10, so big play for the Panthers. They pitched it to Zerger, and it's overthrown. No penalty. Perfect coverage. Well, you got to credit Blue Valley Northwest on that play. They played it sound. We tried the reverse pat pitch to, to Zerger, and there was nowhere for him to run. He waited. He kind of faked like he was going to throw, and then he finally threw the ball. But they had all our receivers covered up. They had the run covered up. And Doyle, what it really is boiled down to is, Blue Valley Northwest really has been able to sell out on the run. Yeah, we got it, we got it down inside the five, and uh, then we had consecutive back-to-back losses that got all the way back to the ten. And uh, you know, it's just Panther offensive line and defense—they're just having issues today, and uh, that may be the aggression of uh, uh, Blue Valley Northwest. because we haven't had much luck blocking them today. And keeping the ball is Pauly. He still manages He still manages to pick up four or five yards. Uh, he's able to pick up four or five yards and keep the clock running. That should probably be the uh, last play here in the third quarter. And that will end the third quarter. Panthers trail 35-7. This is Panther football on a live 105. KDKQ 105.9 FM. We'll be back. The Derby Recreation Commission is a proud sponsor of Derby Panther Football, local community sports programs, and the Live 105. The DRC offers recreational facilities, special events, sports leagues, and programs like art, dance, fitness, and wellness all year round. DRC memberships now include youth and adult fitness classes, along with all other amenities. Learn more about the recreation opportunities the DRC has to offer on the web at derbyrec.com or on Facebook at Derby Rec. Back in Victoria, where the Panthers are on defense, they trail 35 to seven, and it looks like uh, Northwest will have it like second down, and I'm going to say four, maybe maybe five yards to go for a first down. Panthers just turned the ball over inside the 10 yard line. On a fourth down pass attempt. And again, Polly. You know, and I see some of our guys getting pushed around pretty good. Uh, getting pushed around pretty good by the Blue Valley youngsters. And uh, we haven't seen that a lot this no, year. No, it's, it's uh, definitely been a while. Third down and four from the 15. 
And you got to figure if Polly doesn't keep it, he will throw a quick pass into the flat or out in the middle of the zone. That's what, what he's doing. And he's going to pitch it. And it's going to be, he's going to be close. If he gets as good a spot as I think they're giving him, he's going to be close. I think he's going to be just short. Well, it's an interesting call here. It looked fourth, fourth and, and one, fourth and a little less than one. Yeah, I think, I don't think he got it. They're going to measure. They're, they're going to measure, but you, you can see it's it's short of the, of the hash mark, and they got to get just on the other side of the hash mark. But we'll see. Better to be. Better to be sure than... Well, at the end of the third quarter, Michael Pauley, 21 touches on the ground, 138 yards, four touchdowns, throwing the football 15 for 21, 186 yards of the touchdown. So it's definitely been the Michael Pauley show. Yeah, it's, it's going to be fourth down anyway, it looks like it. First oh, down. my gosh. Oh, my well, goodness. You, you can see where the stick is, and it was one of those that... You it know, was close. It, yeah, you can split that thing with a hair. Yeah. And uh, the official did the right thing. He got down on a knee and stared at it. You can't get any closer. Well, he'll so, never uh, make it in the pros because the pros would have pulled out a credit card. <laughs> and they could have got that credit card in between. It wasn't a first down. But it is a first down, nevertheless. Panthers trail 35-7. Again, that was probably the best game Stubblefields had today was that particular run for a first down. Back to pass, Pauly. Panthers are going to get him. Ball's out. Hey, well, let's see. It looked like they're still fighting for the ball. Panthers say they have it. If they do, they'll have it around the five-yard line. The Panthers are Panthers saying they have got it. it. What a big break for Derby. That was a big break. If, if Mr. Pauly's done anything wrong today, it's that. He just coughed up the football under a ton of pressure. So Panthers have the football. They got to score quickly, Doyle. We're, we, again, trail uh, 35-7 with just 10-29 left in this ball game. They've got it on the five. Yeah, uh, Panthers put a lot of pressure on him that time, and, and they were able to corral him for one of the few times today. And uh, – Let's see if they can take advantage of this. They show motion. They give it to Hubbard. Touchdown. Panthers put one in the end zone with 10, 10.22 to go in the ball game. Now it's 35-13, so you got to figure we're going to kick an extra point. And uh, keep in mind, our last extra point was kind of shaky, so you need this one, and then you need to get that. And I don't know if you're if it's a little early to go for an onside, but you got to score a bunch here. And the extra point is up, and it's good, no doubt. So Panthers now trail 35 to 14. So tonight's broadcast of Derby Panther Football on Live 105 KDKQ 105.9 FM is sponsored in part by these great local Derby businesses: Tender Care Lawn and Landscape, Will Height Auto Service, MJB Heating and Cooling, Radio Shack of Derby. Riverside Cafe of Derby, D&B Service Center, Shelton Collision Repair, Artistic Builders, D&M Mechanical, Muscle Focus Massage Therapy, Field Station Dinosaurs, Johnson & Company, Certified Public Accountants. The next time you visit one of these Panther football sponsors, let them know you heard their ad on Live 105 during the Panther football broadcast. And we need to thank these sponsors for 
for taking care of the ball games this year. Without them, we couldn't have brought you these this this series of, of games this year. Oh, you were talking about Stubblefield there uh, on the one run. You said maybe his best run of the game. Oh, he's had the ball eight times for just 20 yards in this ball game. This is a guy that uh, had uh, 1,700, 1,800 yards rushing on the season. So Panthers have done a pretty good job bottling him up. Yeah, it's the other guy that's hurt him. <laughs> he's, but I think we knew coming in that he would be a pretty big foe for us. And the ball blew off the tee. I think we're going into a fairly brisk wind right now. Yeah, it's a lot blowing a lot harder than it was when the game started. So I'm sure that uh, Northwest is going to be able to return this kick. And it's a onside. It's not gonna go it it didn't enough. go 10 yards. That was a pretty good attempt by the Panthers, but it did not go 10 yards. But, you know, you got to start gambling. You're well, behind. You have to in that situation. you, you got to do something to uh, help yourselves out. I, I'm looking, and though looks like Simmons is limping a little bit after that kick, so not something you want to see uh, out of your kicker at all here. So Panther defense, they just got to stand up. They've given the ball over at midfield here. They trail 35-14 Doyle. They just got to really get it, get the ball back in the offense's hands quickly. 10-20 left in the ball game, and they trail by three scores. 35-14. They give it to Stubblefield. He gets hit for very little gain. If, if they're nice to him, they'll give him a yard, but they're going to get just get him back to the line of scrimmage. So it's second and 10 from the Panther 49. Again, that uh, onside kick, you know, good call. Can't question that call. You get when you're behind by three scores, you gotta you gotta you, try some stuff. You have to. You're you're behind by three scores with under ten minutes to go in a ball game. You you gotta score and score quickly. Second and ten. And Polly. And I don't know how he got through that. And he picked up six or seven. I I thought we were going to stop him at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, it looked to me. I, I was with you. I thought we were going to stop him with little or no gain. And next thing you know, he's picked up five. Crazy. This guy's, you know. He's a good athlete. We, we may disagree on this, but I, I'm thinking he's a better quarterback than Avery Johnson. I thought Avery Johnson was tough. But he's done some things that Avery can't do, like run the ball real well between the tackles. And he's going to play baseball, so he's got a pretty good arm. Again, he keeps it straight up the middle. Going to get a first down, down to about the, well, depends on where they market it. If he just just shy, Derby's going to call one of their timeouts, probably a good call. Well, one thing I do, I, I'll agree with you, Polly has that ability to get skinny. I mean, you know, when he needs to, it, it, you just see how his body motion is. He knows how to get skinny and get through that line and pick up the extra yardage. Uh, you know, and I know I know there's no bias here just because he's going to play baseball in Nebraska. You don't have no, any, any bias there, right? No, there's not <laughs> a scintilla. Uh, but you know, he's he's pretty good quarterback. He's, oh, definitely. He's he's. Uh, I, I'm going to say he's better than advertised. I, I'm not going to say he's at. You know, I watched him play Blue Valley West, and he he couldn't do the things against Blue Valley West 
he's doing to us, that's for sure. So maybe, I don't know, maybe that's the wrong game to watch. I know he's got a lot, he's got a lot of passing and rushing yards. So it's fourth down and it looks like Kevin about two. And I believe that Polly can punt if they decide to punt. Uh, he punted the, in the one situation, just kind of a side leg kick, uh, from, from, uh, just back about three or four yards. This is a big deal for the Panthers. Yep, they're going to give it to Stubblefield first down. Yeah, Polly's, you know, one thing I don't like young man do, he mugged at the Derby sideline. Uh, he I, talked earlier in the week that uh, Derby wouldn't know what hit him, and uh, so far he's been true with it. But you're right, there's no there's no place in that anywhere in sports. But, no, uh, you know, especially, they're, they're, they're riding an emotional high right now. Especially at a high school level. It wouldn't have bothered me if one of the Panthers would have leveled him. <laughs> we'd, have, we'd have taken the 15 yards because that's that's not called for. And straight up the middle. Again, he's put. He just pushes. He pushes his way. I mean, picked up six yards out of nothing. So, well, he's a big kid, as, as you say all the time. Keep the legs moving, get your shoulder pads squared, and he does that. He gets lower. Football's a game of uh, of uh, who gets lower, who gets uh, that leverage. And that time, Paulie's able to get low and drive the pants. Well, the clock just continues to run. Yeah, Panthers trail 35-14. Yeah, you know, sports are humbling, and, and you, you need to be humbling because there's always somebody down the road that can take you out. And again, big hole, first down inside the 30 to about the 25. And, and by that, I mean... In an individual sport, they can beat you. In a team sport, they can beat you. So there's always somebody down the road that can oh, do and, that. And, you know, I think maybe that's one of the things Derby's going to learn today from this is, you know, we've said it before that you see a little bit sometimes of Derby just accepting that, hey, we always go to state. We always do this. We always do that. Well, it, there's a time, and, and this will be a good learning experience for the Panthers to, to figure out that just showing up isn't always enough. Yeah, I agree with that. First and 10 on the 25 Derby. of Derby. They trail 35-7. Again, Stubblefield, he didn't quite get back to the line of scrimmage. So it's going to be second and probably 11 or close to 11. Clock still moving, 6.45 left. Now Derby still has two timeouts, but uh, trailing big in a ball game, you know, you got to be smart about when you use these things. And, uh, you definitely need to have a stop here. Sound like a broken record today saying that. But it's yeah, the truth. We, we've only stopped them once. And that was to start the second half. And they've done a lot of their damage. They've been able to pass, but they've done a lot of it on the ground. There goes Pauly. Missed. Another miss. And we got him after a six yard gain. So and he's able to stay in bounds. So it's going to be third down now, and looks like four. And it's definitely four down territory. I I don't see them if they don't make it here. I don't see them not going for it. Well, no, and then they can eat up clock while they do it. So, you know, and I do understand the kicker's got a pretty darn good leg with a strong wind behind his back. 
that's always an option. There's Polly on a keeper. First down. Close to the first down. Yeah, it's first down. I think they're going to mark him just shy, but uh, fourth down and inches, I I can't believe you're not going for it. Wow, they did mark him inches. I know he fell across the 15-yard well, line. Very often that we've stopped Polly for no gain, so you'd think that that's the guy you'd want having the ball in his hands. Panthers are showing a blitz. Looked like Cole Minton trying to get in the middle of the line. He'll just cut it to the outside. That's what he's been doing. We packed the inside. That's what he did. Just took it off tackle. First down. Reaches his long arms out, is able to easily pick up the first. Though the Blue Valley Northwest crowd consents that they've uh, they've been pretty vocal all all afternoon, and uh, with a big lead and the clock winding down deep in Derby territory, they're uh, starting to celebrate. Well, and and they have all the right in the world to celebrate. Either team that, that wins has all the right in the world to celebrate. Well, you came into the ball game and. We said, I think most teams, most everybody in the state was predicting another Derby victory. And who would with uh, an undefeated season and going for your fourth state title? But uh, the Valley Northwest touchdown came with different ideas. That was Stubblefield. And that was a 14. Nobody touched him. It was a 14 yard run straight off tackle. And he was not touched. And that's kind of been the story of the ball game for the Panthers today is, uh, you know, they came out and uh, Blue Valley Northwest scored quickly and uh, and often. Well, I I see a few, some of the Panther players just kind of moping around on the field. They didn't even, didn't even move on the extra point. The Panthers did take care of that extra point. It looked like Atkins tackled the kicker off after the bad snap. So it's still 41-14, and uh, Panthers are going to have the ball. They're, like I said, there's a, there's a few of the Panther players that that are – Oh, they're dejected. They're and dejected, again, big you know, time. It's one of those life lessons that you got to learn. Things don't always go all, your way all the time. You're going to get knocked down a lot. you got to get right back up and, uh, and, and fight. You, sur- you sure do. you gotta, you got to fight. You can't you can't give up and 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 all that business. And for the most most part, the Panthers are fighting. They're playing well. They really haven't given up. I mean, sure they're disappointed, but who wouldn't be? But <laughs> no, uh, no you doubt, know. you don't come to a state championship game with uh, anything other than a victory on your mind. And unfortunately for Derby today, uh, cards don't look very good right now. No, I hate to say it, but uh, I, I have to agree with you. And like I, like I said, early in the first quarter, or maybe middle of first quarter, it looked like the guys that had never been here were pretty much getting after it and not nervous. And it looked like the Panthers almost like they had pressure on themselves. They just they never really got anything going in the first half. It's going to come down at about well, it's going to come down in the end zone. It was fielded by. Edwards, and uh, it's going to be first and 10 from the 20 with 4.05 left. Panthers trail big by 27. 
41-14. Yeah, I'll tell you one guy that you're not going to see any quit in is Dylan Edwards. You see him, he, he's had some really tough yardage today, uh, you know, struggling, trying to get everything he can. And, you know, Dylan Edwards is a true competitor. If the score was reversed, we would see the number twos out there. But Blue Valley's got their ones still on the field. Blue Valley Northwest. Thatcher trying to get to the outside, and he does. He's going to pick up, I don't know, looks like he's going to get close to the first down. Going to pick up maybe nine or ten. It depends on the spot. We can't see because. They're going to spot him. Let's see. Uh, just short, but, you know, to all the other thing is the clock continues to run. He didn't get out of bounds. Second, about a half yard for the Panthers. Edwards, first down, out to about the 36, maybe the 37. One of the Northwest players gets up slow, but he's walked it off. He's okay. Well, I, I don't believe Derby has any passing yardage in this ball game. That's just unheard of. I, I don't think they do either. There's a pass. Going to... Oh, uh, got to be a – if, if, There, there. I was going to say they I had I was going to say our, our uh, receiver on the play that time was Caden Brown, and he was tackled. Well, we got to wait and see who they call it on. Blue Valley Northwest says Derby was the – Oh, no the, way. There's, there's – I just don't see how it could be. They got, they got a guy pointing towards Derby. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, I – I don't yeah, – I couldn't either, but – Yeah, you, you could see he was grabbed by the jersey and pulled down. So, uh, you know, Blue Valley Northwest probably liked to say that, but uh, – Yeah, I couldn't either because – but they had – one of the officials looked like he was talking to Derby. But anyways, Derby's penalty, 3.05 left, 41-14, Panthers trail. Thatcher pitched it out to Edwards. Edwards going to get a first down and more down around the 35. Then he kind of gets stuffed right there and driven back. They got enough yardage for the first down, but he was uh, he paid the price as he picked up the first. He was hit hard at the end of the run. So now it's first and 10 from the 35. I bet we'll see a pass play here pretty quick. Clock moving, 2.40 left. Panthers trail, 41-14. Statue of Liberty, Edwards gets to the – gets. oh, my goodness. We're going to probably get called for a hold or something, but that was a great tackle. Well, I think every official on the field threw a flag. I see at least three yellow hankies laying down, so it was an obvious uh, call. If they take it from the spot of the foul, it'll, it'll be first down and probably uh, – I don't know, seven or eight for the Panthers. Illegal block in the back, and yeah, that was in that vicinity as Edwards made his cutback. That uh, you knew, you kind of knew that it was going to get called. Again, that 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 penalty call that that has always uh, uh, kind of got my attention because is there a legal block in the back? I mean, why, <laughs> why why do they say illegal block in the back? If there's a legal one, they don't call it. But. Uh, I don't. That, that's always got me when I've heard that call. 
Goes back first and 10. So nobody hurt, really. Again, Thatcher, he's going to get a block to the outside. First down, 20, 15. Inside the 10, still on his feet. Down close. Now well, he stepped out of bounds at about the 10. Now, Mercer Thatcher did a good job that time of carrying the football and getting it uh, down deep into uh, Blue Valley Northwest territory. He got a Panther. No, he's not. I think he's just tying a shoe. I thought we had a Panther down on the near side, but he's looks like he's tying a shoe. Yeah, he's back up. So first and goal from the 10. Edwards, back to pass. Jump pass over the middle. Intercepted in the end zone. Yeah, I, I was hoping they were going to say, no, it's incomplete. I was going to say it looked like it hit the ground. The, the line judge on this side came in and okay. made the right call that the ball hit the ground. So, but man, yeah, that play, uh, I was hoping Derby was going to get their first uh, passing yards of the game, but instead it falls incomplete. Well, I, uh, I looked away when it looked like the young man had it, so he must have dropped it when he hit the ground. He, he did as he went down to the ground, and it was he. It was just one of those boom-boom plays. Again, high school football, no uh, instant replay, so uh, um, back judge. Second and 10 now for the Panthers. Drake Thatcher is in motion. They pitch it out to Edwards. All he needs is one block, and he got it. And he's going to be close. He's going to be in the end zone for a touchdown. Dylan Edwards still just such a special runner. And Doyle, I know everyone's going to look at it and go, well, hey, you know, he scored that touchdown. Panthers, it looks like it's going to be a, uh, you know, hard to come back. They're, they're now down uh, 41-20. But, you know, Dylan Edwards has shown a lot today getting really tough yardage. Extra point attempt by Simmons. And it, it's up, and it's also good. So it's down 40 with just under two minutes to go in the ball game. So you know the Panthers are probably going to try an onside oh, kick. Oh, yeah, you have to. You know, there isn't really any choice but to try an onside kick. you got to have a lot of uh, miracles happen here for the Panthers. Yeah, a lot, a lot of things need to happen in the next minute and 50 seconds for the Panthers to uh, come away with a victory, but they'll try. They'll they'll continue to get after it, and uh, we'll just see how the last, I guess, uh, 110 seconds go. Again, there's probably going to be a lot of people stunned around the state. I know there's a lot of people sitting across the way in green that are stunned, and you know about this score. But you know you gotta you gotta give credit to the winning team or the team that's winning, and. Uh, uh, you got to give them credit. Oh, it looks like Mays is battling back against Mill Valley. That game now with about nine minutes to go, uh, Mill Valley leads 20 to 14. And Simmons will kick off again, and it looks like, yeah, they've got their hands team up front. Northwest does. Uh, Panthers were showing a whole different look. They had – both lines exchanging positions, and the trying ball. to fall, blow, <laughs> get Blue Valley Northwest off guard, and the dang ball blows the off the ball, tee. The ball blew off the tee. Man, that looked pretty slick. That, it, was a, it was a neat situation going on. I'm sure Blue Valley Northwest going, what are we looking at here? And it just blew off again, so they're going to have to have somebody hold it. But, yeah, I mean, <laughs> all the breaks in the world that can happen to the Panthers, 
Who would have thought that was one of them? Yeah, that's that crazy. It looks like, yeah, Hopper's going to hold it for him. Going to move it now to the far hash mark. Maybe it'll, maybe the wind didn't blow it on that side. Yeah, they're, I, I, yeah I'm surprised because now they're not going to uh, have him hold it. And he kicks it deep, and it's a fair catch at about the 18-yard line. So here we go. Panthers have, what, two timeouts left. Blue Valley's probably just going to try to – I would guess they would just try to milk the clock. Well, you're, you know, yeah, you're right. They're going to try and run the ball, and Panthers are going to have to burn their timeouts pretty quickly. But, uh, you know, you pick up a first down here, and uh, the handwriting's really on the wall. Yeah. Naves, yeah, they're gonna they're gonna take this one all away. First and ten on the eight looks like the eighteen. Polly breaks through, picks up seven on first down. Clock still moving. score I got on the St. James Andover Central score was St. James 28, Andover Central 21. Well, you know, we want to thank KDKQ for carrying these ball games. We want to thank our sponsors for making it possible for KDKQ to carry these ball games. Oh, no doubt. Again, if without the sponsors, we wouldn't be here. Thanks to Mark and Christopher for all they've done for us this season. Again, Paulie, he's gonna he just he's just kind of keeping the clock moving. He was just kind of a, a lackadaisical run into the line. He didn't pick up anything. And the clock's still moving. Yeah, Coach Clark doesn't seem like uh, you know, in a ball game like this, it's just that, you know, do you burn timeouts or what do you do? And I think Coach Clark, uh, you know, why do that? It's third and six. Shows a lot of uh, sportsmanship out of Coach Clark as well, not to do the proverbial, uh, I'm going to call a timeout and make this thing drag out. Northwest is in victory formation, which, you know, that's probably the right thing to do as well. That should end the ball game. They don't have to snap it again. So congratulations to Blue Valley Northwest. The Panthers uh, Gave it all they had, but it just wasn't supposed to be or meant to be today. Now, you can see Blue Valley Northwest just erupts in uh, the, the players, and you got to give them that. I mean, they just knocked off uh, a team that's been ranked number one in 6A for quite some time, and, uh, you know, you, you can't blame them for that. They played a great ball game, and uh, Panthers uh, go down to the beat here in Emporia. It's, uh, it's definitely a heartbreaker. Yeah, it was. It, but you know, it's it's just one of those things in life. Uh, yeah, there's going to be some seniors that are really disappointed on the Panther squad, but uh, you know, I, I don't know what to say about it. it. You know, the kids played hard. I don't know if you can ask any more than that. They were just outplayed today. That that that's the bottom line. They were just outplayed. Uh, exactly right. Now. You know, you, you got to like this. I mean, they, you know, Northwest uh, erupted in uh, in celebration, and now the kids get together and they're able to shake hands. And, uh, you know, they know they were in a hard-fought battle, and uh, you know, 
know, just wasn't uh, said. It wasn't in the cards for Derby today. Not today. And those kinds of things happen. But, you know, the Panthers have still had a good football season. They ended up 11 and 1. And how many other teams can say that? You know, they made it to the finals. How, you know, there's, there's 30 other teams that would probably like to be here. And, uh, you know, that's just the way it is. You, gotta, you can't win them all. And uh, this was just one of those games where the Panthers just – it just wasn't in the cards for them this year. Well, you got to take away something from this, and I'm sure that's going to be the learning moment Coach Clark will give these guys is that, you know, you can't just show up. You can't just think that you can't be beaten because there's always someone, as you said, around the corner waiting on you uh, to, uh, to let remind you that you are invincible. And today uh, Derby played a great ball game. Your kids had a great season, no question about it. But uh, Blue Valley Northwest is uh, going to give them one of those valuable life lessons. Well, and, and you know, th- this will be the game people remember in the 2021 season. But, you know, this these kids played good for the whole year. And, uh, you know, one game should not define your whole season. And uh, it, it shouldn't and it won't. And as far, you know, as far as the kids go, they played hard. They've played hard all year. They've done what the coaches said. They've worked hard in practice, video, film room, all that business. They deserve to be here. Oh, no question. They deserve to be here. And, you know, it's, again, uh, it's just one of those things that, uh, you know, if you're a senior, you go away with a very sad uh, taste in your mouth. You know, this is the first class that tried to go for a four-peat. Uh, you know, four state championships in a row. I don't know that you can be too disappointed. You came out uh, with three rings, and uh, today you made it uh, to the state championship, and you just lost a, uh, a ball game. But for the juniors, sophomores, juniors, freshmen, uh, it gives them a little motivation going into next year. Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, you know, uh, and, you know, what you do is, and, and these kids have seen this, but these kids on Derby, look over there and look at them celebrate and remember what that was like. And, uh, you know, they'll be back. Well, and I think the celebration really by Blue Valley Northwest is kind of, it was way more than what you've seen out of Derby lately because they did. They came in and knocked off a giant, a, a powerhouse team, and uh, they did it uh, really with a quarterback that was an incredible athlete and uh, was able to do it both running and throwing the football today. Well, it it's, uh, definitely was a quarterback, and he, he was an athlete and I mean to tell you, he was way better than advertised. I thought, and uh, he uh, he was probably the big difference in this ball game. And and you know that's just that's just the way it is. Well, this is Panther football in a live 105. Panthers just lose in the state finals, 41-21. Again, a live 105. KDKQ. We'll be back. Tired of pesky weeds? Tendercare offers lawn services like weed control. Along with lawn maintenance, they offer landscaping, irrigation, swimming pools, patios, cook centers, and more. Find them on the web at tendercarelandscape.com or you can reach them at 788-5416. Tendercare, located at 218 South Water Street in Derby. A proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Weekends are special and we fill them up with your favorite music. Sean Michaels. 
Hey everybody, this is Andy Chrisman. Join me this weekend for worship. Hey, it's Kurt Wallace, your host for the Weekend Top 20 Countdown. Streets of Gold is the program we're playing Christian music classics from the 70s and the 80s and even a little bit in the early 90s. I'm your host, Larry Wayne. This is Movement Radio with Transform. Hey, I'm Josh Ashton, host of the Weekend 22. Music that's good for you. Alive 105. Hey everybody, this is Andy Christman. Join me this weekend for worship as I play your favorite worship music by today's Christian artists. We're going to sing, lift our voices to God, read His Word. It's going to be an awesome time that you don't want to miss. It's all this weekend on Worship. Worship with Andy Christman, Sunday mornings at 9 on Alive 105. Hey everybody, Greg Laurie here. Imagine hearing a great song on the radio and then you wonder... What did those lyrics mean exactly? Listen, I know people need encouragement, and I want to take them deeper, a greater understanding of the scripture behind these amazing Christian songs. How refreshing would that be? Unpack the lyrics to your favorite songs. Don't miss Refresh with Pastor Greg Laurie. Each weekend, be sure to tune in. This is Austin Black, and I am the host of Behind the Tunes. Have you ever wondered about the stories behind your favorite songs and the journeys of those that sing them? Each week, we invite you to go behind the tunes and step into the stories behind your favorite Christian artists that shape the landscape of today's music. Behind the Tunes with Austin Black, Sunday nights at 7 on Alive 105. In need of some weekly inspiration? Join New Spring Church every Sunday at 11 a.m. on Alive 105 for encouraging worship and a message from God's Word that will equip you for the week ahead. If you want to know what New Spring Church is about, we eat, sleep, drink, breathe, life change. We want people's lives to change. If people's lives aren't changing, there's no reason for us to exist. Learn more about New Spring Church in Wichita at newspring.org. Take a ride through the of oh, hi, mates. The clock on the wall tells us only one thing. It's time again for a top 30 flashback. We're going to go back to a particular year and month, and this time it's November 1992. Music from Stephen Curtis Chapman, for him, Susan Ashton, Michael W. Smith, and a few surprises. Join us for the top 30 flashback, November 19. Well, we're back in Emporia where the Panthers just lost to Blue Valley Northwest 41-21 in a game that, you know, really it was uh, all Blue Valley Northwest in the first half. Oh, we have no question from the opening kickoff. Derby won the toss, elected to receive. We're not able to move the football. Blue Valley Northwest scores. Uh, you know, Derby made a good comeback in the second half, put 21 points up on the board, but it was all Blue Valley Northwest. Yeah, no, no question about it. Uh, uh, they they deserve to win, Blue Valley Northwest. And, and again, as we said earlier, the Panthers' season should not be measured on this one game. The kids had a great season. Oh, hey, kids had a great season, I'm sure. Coach Clark reminded him that at the end of the of the ball game. Well, let's go ahead and get into the end of the game stats for today's ball game. First downs uh, again, uh, big in big favor for Blue Valley Northwest as it should be. Twenty eight first downs for Blue Valley Northwest. Derby just fourteen rushing yards. Panthers uh, made it a little more respectable in the second half. Forty two touches on the ground, two hundred and sixty one yards for Blue Valley Northwest. Forty five touches on the ground, one hundred ninety six yards. Joel, the big one that, that we kept talking about it, and it's, it's so true. 
Blue Valley Northwest had 186 yards pass, passing. The Panthers zero yards passing today. Yeah, that that was that was a big difference in the ball game because we couldn't pass, so they sell out to the run. So anyway, it, it just just one of those games, and you know I don't know that the wind had it that much to do with it, uh, but uh, you know it's just the way it is. Well, again, total offensive plays. Uh, Panthers ran 48 for 261. Blue Valley Northwest 66 for 382. Again, I don't know that the 382 bothers me so much, giving up for a full football game as the the 261 and the no yards passing. That's the uh, critical number that uh, you got to look at. Third down conversions, Panthers just one for seven. Blue Valley Northwest four for eight. Uh, You know, again, those are the things that matter. Red zone scores. Get this one, Blue Valley Northwest six for six when they got inside the 20. Panthers just two for three, so that tells kind of what happened in the in that area. Dylan Edwards, another good day uh, rushing the football. Maybe one of his better games from the standpoint of, of how hard he ran and how many yard, those yards were fought for. 28 touches, 191 yards and two touchdowns. Mercer Thatcher, 13 touches for 71 and a touchdown. And Derek Hubbard, one carry for minus one. Again, no, no passing yards for the Panthers tonight uh, or today, so no, no one in that category. Michael Pauley, Mikey as they call him, had a big day, Doyle. 32 attempts on the ground, 157 yards and four touchdowns, and throwing the football 15 for 21 for 186 yards and a touchdown. So the story really was Mikey Pauley today and his outstanding play and the final score today led by Mikey Blue Valley Northwest forty one, your Derby Panthers twenty one. Yes, and that that was a it was a ball game that uh, you know it was hard fought by both teams, and you know unfortunately there can only be one winner today. It was Blue Valley Northwest, and you know all the Panthers can do is uh, you know wait till next year, I guess, and uh, you know get things going then. Uh, again, Panthers uh, lose this with forty one twenty one, and uh, that stops their string of consecutive straight state championships at three but uh, you know again still still a good season and uh, you know the kids uh, can be proud of their season it, I'm sure they don't feel that way now but they'll, they'll think back about it and it'll be a good season this has been Panther football on a live 105 KDKQ 1059 FM thanks for listening